Welcome to Commander Crunch episode 50. You're here for your nutritious serving of tasty Commander treats on the regular. Not really, we're back after a bit of a break, but you get the, you get the gist. Uh, we're all about celebrating the culture, community and creativity of primarily our favourite format of Commander in Magic the Gathering, plus side serving of entertainment and pop culture discussions for ancillary influences. I'm of course one of your hosts, Sam. Uh, with the broken wing, I'll say that's my uh, my kind of title this this uh, week. Uh, and Cheshire Explorer return. How you doing, Chesh? Uh, I am exploring and I am returning. Hi. You know that's a magic card, right? That's a that's a good one. That's a yes. sel- that's a Selvala. I love that Selvala. I, I I saw somebody looking for a foil one recently. I have one. I remember great booster pack story. This is not how all booster packs go, but I needed a Videl Canori. Cracked a pack of original conspiracy and got my Selvala foil, which is a beloved commander deck of mine, and uh, Videl Canori. When asking the store just before that, like, do you have any Videl Canoris? Because I think that's when Josh Lee started talking about him and my it's a great card nope just appeared in the pack sometimes the universe just smiles upon these so uh yeah exactly but um yeah how's your uh how's your summer been josh uh hot <laughs> hot so here's here's a thing uh for anyone at home that wants to play along uh we are having regular 30 plus degrees celsius days uh in a row mm-hmm. um and because of the way that our unit is set up and because of the air conditioning that we have, it needs to be plugged into a main uh, power supply, like a, a main power plug. Um, unfortunately, that plug is the same one that has the internet and pretty much everything that makes the entire unit run. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> so, yeah, it's either be nice and cool or have the internet. Uh, so we haven't run the air conditioner at all throughout summer, not even on those like triple forty-two degree plus days. Yikes! We just melted like uh, like I- hot hot ice cream. Mmm, mmm, mm. exactly. Love it. Sugary sweetness all over the hands. Just grossness. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, I feel you there. It's uh, it's the summer. I feel like we didn't have last year, so uh, it's it's. I guess summer that- was fairly mild last year. Oh, yeah. in comparison um to to other years and then this year yeah i feel like uh it's kind of making up for it uh i want to make some jokes here but they're all about meatloaf yes yes well we'll leave them because uh respect (laughs) reasons but yeah the 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 reason i know it's summer is because all my little spider buddies are coming out of the woodwork and hanging out and and stevie's trying to like pat them and just go oh i'm gonna play that white tail i'm like oh hey there uh and and all the wasps which we get absolutely insanely up here which is uh uh yeah like the original what's the is it killer bees or the the wasp magic heart that always they got little swords and shields and stuff. Exactly. Like that's, that's what it feels like. They're just in Australia. They're a little bit gnarlier. So yeah, uh, I think that's killer bees, isn't it? I think it's killer yeah. bees, but they look like wasps, but yeah, but it, it's sad because bees, everyone knows bees make the world go round and we need them for our and food. They're dying. I know. And it's exactly for various reasons. So anyway, look into bees. Bees are amazing creatures. They do so much. Wasps do fucking nothing. Anyway, they're just kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, that's that's enough about the uh, the animal kingdom. Uh, our guest profiles with the community and creators have become a place to share and explore the essence of command as you know them. We're so excited to come back and do these and, and you know, kind of get back into it this year. We've had a generous break after, as I said, breaking my hand and, uh, you know, kind of just having a bit of summer and cooling off a bit but uh yeah excited to get back into these um but yeah we love exploring uh why we play uh and and kind of just want to celebrate and promote like all the all the different parts of the game and 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 see you know 
different parts of people's psyches and what they get out of it, that kind of thing. Couldn't be truer this week with a an, an amazing guest that kind of we got in touch with last year uh, and we were super excited to go, let's do an episode, let's let's make it happen. Uh, we've got art enthusiast, lover of the doggos, uh, curator of magic art shows, as you'll know, and uh, you may know him from uh, content at Cool Stuff Inc. It's Mike Linderman, a.k.a. Vorthos Mike. How you doing, man? Hello, hello. I'm, I'm, I'm here with the Aussies tonight and happy to be Yo, here. Oh, yeah. It's going to get wild. So, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're so stoked. Uh, we joked we've got some cobwebs literally from said spiders before uh, to dust off my microphone and stuff because it's been it's been a couple of months, Chesh. So, it's uh, yeah, I've got to remember what Magic the Gathering and slash Commander is because, um, I mean, I, I, I played a bit over summer, but, you know. I was going to say, that's a lie you played Commander with. It's like... I, I forgot <laughs> about that. Not even a week ago. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's, it's going to be awesome, Mike, to uh, chat about. I freaking love art. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a smart art person, but that's that's not the point. It's a bit like wine and jazz. You can just enjoy it for enjoying it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dig into what it is about these amazing magical rectangles uh, that we... You know what surprises so the shit out of me, Sam? What? Go is ahead. the fact that you are a graphic designer. Yes, and yet, I'm your not. your art prowess isn't what I would expect it to be. Yet, I'm an hey, underground hey, artist. Hey, hey. <laughs> and I'm the one who's going off to see, like, Van Gogh digital exhibition. Who said I don't do those things? So um, <laughs> we can we can talk about uh, galleries and stuff. But anyway, that's, that's, not, that's not the point. It's not about us. It's about Mike. So, um, yeah, anyway, Mike, how has your, uh, I mean, I was going to say your summer, but you're deep in the pits of winter. How, how's it been lately? What's, uh, what's going on? I know you've got a couple of uh, things, changing plans, what, you know, uh, putting things into place for the next few years. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I don't want to look back at the two years because I can't fix anything about that. But that's been a lot <laughs> exactly. of like stasis, you know. I like, can't untap yeah. all that jazz. Um, literally like the card. Yeah. Literally, like with with your boy <laughs> Seb McKinnon's art. If you're into that, um, yeah, yeah, to a point. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of planning, a lot of behind the scenes things. I mean, I've slowed down to stop writing about art, and instead, I'm working on larger projects um, like art shows. So, mm-hmm. you know, for you, for you Aussies, you probably have missed the two uh, recent, well, three recent big ones, right? Obviously, you have an ocean in between. Um, yes, yes. We clearly. Do. <laughs> uh, but there is, there is an... And travel restrictions. Yeah, there, that too. Um, but there's been none during the pandemic. And a big thing I've mm-hmm. been working on is how, how to get on the other side of this, whatever that other side means, um, to do art shows, especially for Magic's 30th anniversary. Right, which is next year. Mm. And what would that entail? What is the art aspect of it? Is it a show? Is it a touring show? Is it multiple sites in the world? Is mm. it uh, an art exhibition at every major museum for each language that magic has? Uh, how grandiose is the scale? Right. So that's mm. a big thing I've been working on um, and finding a lot of countries want to have it. It's just the infrastructure, the uh, marketing ability in some places. Just it's just not there yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, love to go to Hungary, but you know, magic's not Hungarian. Not gonna happen. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, totally, totally. But finding those things is really what I've been up to, and uh, there's finally some interest in major museums and even bringing some of the art into the permanent collection. 
So finding those things is, you know, so esoteric to everyone else. They're like, I don't care. What does that have to do with the game? It's like, well, it actually changes mm-hmm. the game from uh, just a pieces on the board and, and Yahtzee or Uno and whatever into mm-hmm. a, a cultural item that needs yeah. to be preserved for, for life. And art is the piece you can... It's hard to preserve like a, a game, obviously a video and things, but it, you can preserve the art and then have associated curatorial uh, content about it. So that's what I've been working on. And it, not a minimal amount of it is public. A lot of it is with wizards themselves. Um, mm. And, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces as part of it of, all right, you have a show at a museum. You're going to put something from the Netflix show? Is the Netflix show going to be done yet? What set mm. are we going to be on by that point? Are there any Planeswalkers that are going to be dead, right? Because, you know, Dak Faden's no longer <laughs> oh. with us, right? You yeah, know, so, so things of that sort that you have to take into consideration to be like, so all of them are still alive, right? Or not? Wait, no. Mm. Hmm. And so those sort of things, you know, factor into those pieces. Um, and that's really what I've been working on. It's a, it's a lot of evening work of that, a, a lot of working with artists, a lot of working with um, wizards people behind the scenes. And hopefully um, announcements can be sooner rather than later. And uh, yeah, then we can talk about it more and figure out travel plans. So people get to see them. Oh, super excited! Exactly. Um, no, I was going to say it's 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 always I've, I've seen your story as a uh, an amazing projection of what can happen. You put a lot of passion into something. You really care about something, and you know you could say it's I guess your side hustle. It feels like it's the thing you do, though. I, I guess it it starts to take over much of your uh, week. But you know, driven by that kind of, it's just what you love. You know <laughs> exactly. So, did I hear you had something to do with uh Was it a Star Wars game or something? I, um, I did. I. Uh... <laughs> that was the one I was like, oh, Cheshire will love this. Like, I did. Uh, I was an art director for a uh, gaming company uh, here in the States, and uh, the 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 TCG, the LCG, I was an art director yeah, for. That's yeah. actually how I met um, Sid uh, Shadarvidi, you know, the, the artist, right? Mm. Uh, Indian-American, but now he lives in Germany, so he's like Indian-American German or Indian-German. Like, he's still figuring that part out. So we met on that, and we t- and, and I met Jake. I met Jake Murray on that, you know, who you know they made Teferi, and he's done all these wonderful things. Um, so I commissioned cards for that straight up. Mm. And some of these people way back then, like Lake Hurwitz, who made cards, and he's now internal at Wizards. Uh, I worked with like years and years ago when they were young bucks. You know, I worked with Philip mm. Berber, and before he had like. Facial hair, like you know, I mean, just like you were these people forever ago. Um, so I worked on the Star Wars game for that. Uh, Hoth was my big thing. Uh, we had a bootleg yeah. copy of Empire Strikes Back in the eighties, <laughs> so I used to watch it every day after school for like an hour, you know, because I was like a little kid, like kindergarten, like five, five years old, six years old. So I knew Hoth inside and out. So they put me on that, and then from that I worked on uh, Warhammer Invasion. So did Warhammer stuff too. Um, and yeah, it was okay for a while, but didn't it didn't fit with what I wanted to do? Capital A art, right? The the, mm, the mm. fine art, the the art's ability in, in culture and society and and, and the greater peace. Um, so I've changed careers from there, and I do this in my spare time. Yeah, nice, nice. No, I love it. It's um, yeah, it's 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 a pretty amazing kind of just long winding story too, and it, and it goes into um, yeah. That idea, I, I did just listen to the uh, Command Tower podcast. Oh, sure, that, sure. That you did just before Christmas. And that was an awesome one. I was going to say, we could go into your whole, that whole genesis of why art first spoke to you and, and where it is as a game piece. It's like, well, like you say, you can't have the 
you can't have the card without the art. Some people don't see it that way. It's very interesting. Well, you um, got to ask you... yourselves what 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 drew you to this this silly little game? Like, what was the first? Oh, yeah. Totally. Think. What was the first thing? It wasn't combat math. Tell you that. It wasn't damage on the stack. Yeah, wasn't yeah. that either? As a giant spider. As a giant spider, right? Yo, 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 yo. Come on now. <laughs> can can we can we never discuss damage on the stack ever again? <laughs> yes. See, I I started so really intuitive playing during um, uh, beta slash revised. So. <laughs> sure. <sighs> yeah, exactly. That was a slog. But yeah, um, there- I did. I did have a question though, Mike. Um, What I was going to ask is around. um, So, for the last you know two and a bit years, obviously everything has been kind of not been happening because of you know COVID. Um, But there are new digital spaces popping up. Have you thought about doing some sort of digital art showing using one of the digital art galleries like um constrix that's popped up uh we we've had these discussions with a couple people um you can also do this with a gallery just as easily you can Mm. call up gallery nucleus and say we're gonna do a show and it's all gonna be online but it's also gonna be for sale for people um Mm. like that sort of thing we've talked about um uh what one of my known associates donnie uh out of maryland loves his crabs um, he and I have <laughs> talked about it pretty extensively on, does that matter though? That's the big mm. thing of, mm-hmm. will people remember this? Will this be a flashpoint where you had to be there? And uh, we, we ultimately said, I decided against it um, for the time being. Mm-hmm. And instead it brought us in the idea of, okay, there are countries that you can't get art in and out of. Brazil, great yep. example. Very difficult with import taxes oh, yeah. and customs, and it's very hard to get paintings in there and out of there in a timely fashion that's safe. Whatever, hard to get anything in and out of prison. Yeah, it just is. It just is. So we thought of that mm. as to say, what if we did all digital experiential on site? You've probably seen the Van Gogh thing where you walk through the Van Gogh paintings, whatever. Ha ha ha. Right, which is fine. Mm. Um, but could we do that with Ravnica? Could yeah. we do that with the different parts of New Phyrexia and somehow immerse people in a plane with, with, with a with a digital experience where you have to go to a physical place to do it, but yeah. there yeah. could be a component that you could do it online or partner with like the Facebook goggles to recreate that. And those are the really interesting conversation. That's like 2025 um because mm. we have plans for 2023 and 2024 um so that's like 25 and there is actually a big museum in germany um uh, the zetka m uh the the centrum uh for kunst and neue uh the new media and it, the entire purpose of this museum is uh, new media and digital media so how does that mean culture right you think of like mm. a wikipedia you think of ask jeeves and you're like okay those are like fun but then how can that comment on society how can you use a digital experiential thing to recreate a american school shooting right like how can especially as aussies you're like how how do you keep having these right there's no way to Mm. explain the drills that kids need to go through in america and how like bizarrely dystopian they are without Mm. experiencing that to see like this is the normal aspect of it so that's what that museum does and it's highly emotional Mm. at times and we think like some of this magic card could fit that 
in some way, shape, or form. And that's what we're looking at in the future. That's just one of the institutions. There's like six institutions that are similar to that in the world. Um, and that's the piece we want to do because we have so many Aussies and Brazilians that want to have your own <laughs> thing but don't have the institutional support like uh, uh, MTG Japan that is just – they do whatever they want, do it live, and it's hot. Mm. And no one says no to them. Mm. That is hugely exciting. The uh, like, just even uh, tantalizing the idea of where it could go. That it, you know, art as an expression can break out of just, you know, exactly, literally the cards, that kind of thing. There's statements to be made, that kind of thing. It, it made me think of we've got some amazing places in um in Australia. Uh, the one comes to mind, Chesh. I don't know the uh, Museum of Old and New Art in Tasmania, and mm-hmm. um, Mona's amazing. It's it's literally the story of the guy who made it. Um, what's his name? David something. Uh, anyway, but fascinating story. Type of guy, won lots of money from casinos, things like that. Could basically count cards, uh, which is not technically illegal, but exactly. Just really smart uh, person. Pretty much made like a bat cave uh, and, and like made a whole art gallery on an island has been known for having these wacky feasts, things like that. It's got some of the most progressive art and I, I think I've ever seen and, and in Australia, that kind of thing. But very much statement stuff, which I, I love. And it, it brings to mind, you say before, there's a piece that always blew me away. The first thing you do when you you, you go down uh, go down the lift uh, and you see it's a waterfall, but it's just spitting out uh, in grouped analytics in a way, or like kind of search terms in a way. Mm-hmm. So the waterfall is spitting out words in that, and it's like where something's so beautiful, but it's got a uh, of course you know from a very very simple point of view, it's like this is just a uh, a social commentary. Like it's it's amazing. The, the stuff that makes you think. That's that's essentially what art is, right? Like, correct, correct. It makes you think doesn't have to be correct or exactly like it's it's just it's it's a it's an expression kind of thing and it's like where does magic art go there like you know um because we hinge in our immersion that's right like that's where we start everyone starts there you see a big ass dragon right you see you see yeah, that thing you're, you're one rare in your pack and you're like yo check this yeah. out and then you know you get into the nuance and the math and so on and so forth but um th- that's the 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 gap that that i play in is this uh, art, art ends at a two inch by three inch box, right? And that's fine because yep. it's a visual shorthand. But the piece of are people going to their local museums and making the connection? You know, are you going to, you know, your local museum and checking some of the art out? Like uh, um, mm. you have the big, the uh, National Gallery. Uh, in, in Melbourne, yeah, yeah, and, and NGV, yeah, yeah, yeah NGV. Um, so, are you are you looking up the Hudson River School art there? Like, are you checking out Thomas's Clark's? You know, he's got a waterfall piece in there. It's on public display. Mm-hmm. You know, level two, gallery nine. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> you know, are you seeing the scene on the Hudson where it's straight up? You know, it's a red green land. Easy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Are people totally. making that visual connection of to do that? Maybe it's a date night. And that's all good. Yeah. Maybe take a date night and you're like, I'm going to see some magic art, but not really. They don't know. <laughs> but like that sort of jam, are people doing that? And I, I don't think they are yet. And I think yeah, we have yeah. to put people contextually in art spaces at Grand Prix events for them to make that jump to a museum yeah. event. And then it says like magic exhibition at like a museum. And you're like, ha ha ha, that's really cool. But then it's contemporary art and it has magic art in it or landscape mm. art. And it has magic art in it, right? It's not just uh, pop art crap that's in like a mall. Yeah, it's a uh, it's just integrated, and that's like 
don't know, 30 years it's going to take to do this, probably more. Um, but it's starting, and I, and I think people are starting to get that, that, they, that they're, as the game ages, people age, that they're, they're zooming out on what these tokens are and pieces are. And I think as commander players, mm-hmm. you probably know that quite well of, well, I want this one versus this one. This one's less expensive, but I like the art better. And that gets into yeah, that totally. I, I, I was going to touch on that too about how much uh, spell tables been an interesting factor that I've, it feels like we've got a lot more people to show off our collections or our like our expressions of what our this deck has these these pieces of art because this like I've got one called Gardening Australia because all the art just reminds me of the most lush garden you could ever you know yeah have whatever still good deck uh, but it's like I choose those I just I love the way it makes me feel based on a, a feeling whatever ah, I like the but, way it um, makes me feel I'm all about that feel exactly all about that. it's evocative get that so I, I love that idea you're talking about with um uh and I've thought about it in I usually think about it in record uh sense so like I love Roger Dean doing all the yes artwork that kind of stuff I've sure. always wanted that like oh that would make amazing lands that kind of thing sure. how much fun would it be to walk around like you're saying if a gallery with maybe a massive cardboard cutout of a card frame, um, and that would be a fun interactive exercise, or maybe do it digitally or whatever as a filter. And no, we've like, we've we've brought that up. We've brought that up. Like the, the people yeah. have the frames, <laughs> and it's the selfie spot, and you got to stand in the thing. Exactly. And exactly. Instead, it's such have, an easy one. Yeah. We'd have like a magic card frame, but it'd be like nineteenth century master, and it'd be like the land yeah, thing, yeah. and you're like, ah, yo, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I, I think that's I've 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 heard you say that before. It's like that's it's just such a, a great little exercise just to think about next time you you know anyone's in a gallery or whatever. It's like how does this how could this feel and and then it makes you think about that connection between. Uh, it's not just you know it's maybe it's a little bit of you know it starts off as simple as sometimes functionally art is it's a it's a you know pattern matching piece really because it's like oh i remember that you know that 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 art is assigned to that card that's fine but you know it does go further and all the origins of it are that immersion you know like we're there it's an expression even sometimes that grading of color so it's an is it card it's got like tones of blue and red or you know um do you have that with your apac lands is that a thing I was going to ask you about them, uh, those. So what do we have? So I, I only know of, we've got the Ayers Rock one, right? Um, where is it? Are they the, are they the same ones? Well, I mean, yeah, they, I mean, it's, it's, you have a bunch of them. Um, but I think we might, there's might be two Australian ones, right? I think. Uh, well, uh, n- well, no, there's a, there's a New Zealand one, which, you know, can't oh. count them. That was in the red, <laughs> that was in the red booster. That was a swamp. Um, you, you have ah, the, you have the planes, you know, with the Rue, of course. Um, but it's just those two, but I don't oh, know no, if, right, the, if there's any, like, do people want those locally? Do they not want them? Like, what is the, the feeling on those? Um, there tends to be, they're hard to get. Uh, of course I know a few friends with, you know, a, like they've got a binder, they've got one in, I would love a whole set of them. I think they're super cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're just hard to come by. I think I'm pretty sure. And very hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I, and I, it's, I, I, I don't know. People still have, have that mono set. white thing too. They're just like, Oh, I'm not going to play mono white. And I'm like, just, just try it. It's actually better than you think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to have a set of those APAC lands, um, a long time ago and, my biggest and sealed, but they, mm. that was my biggest regret of the last time that I let my collection go, which was probably about 10, 12 years ago. Wow. It was, yeah, it was about 12 years ago when I let my, my collection slide last time. Mm. Um, cause it was, it was about two years before I met my partner, um, who, you know, introduced to, to magic and absolutely loves magic. 
Um, but yeah, like it's one of those things, isn't it? It's just like I'm never gonna get a full set of those lands back. Well, you could, mm. let you alone could. enough to play. You could if yeah. you wanted to. <laughs> Not for the cost that they are now. Right, but that's it's just money, right? Like there, there, you physically could if you wanted to. It's just gonna take yeah, a long time. You need a deck. It's going to take a while, and it's going to be expensive, but you could, in theory. The thing is, yeah. it's like you've probably moved past that now. Yeah, it's like, how much How much do you want 25 of this land for this deck? You know, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, maybe it comes along, and it's like you make the ultimate Australia deck kind of thing too, and it'd be nice to have the other colors. But, yeah, it's um, it's, it's kind of just, it's always just been a nice little figure of like, hey, look, that's uh, that's our country on a, on a land. That's pretty been cool and uh you know would of course love to see more that'd be right 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 right, right. well they are going for a pretty penny these days yes yeah they're 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 very expensive yes (laughs) exactly exactly but anyway we digress we digress four times um well actually but while we're speaking of lands yeah i I just i just want to drop in a little bit and say uh from what i've seen so far of neon dynasty there's not much neon going around but there is a particular swamp uh which is red and it's a back alley uh and and it's raining and that just looks gorgeous i haven't seen much about this but uh yeah i think there's i've, I've heard this word on the street is uh people are pretty hyped about these lands and uh yeah. and i mean this, they're gonna this be very in general it's the easiest thing to yeah. do make hype lands people get them oh yeah because you just need to get so many of them you know yeah so, high, high plans definitely sell sets like it's yeah they finally figured <laughs> they finally make the lands good enough yeah, they figured it out that's also you don't need the word of it mm. right because that's the piece Thank of using goodness. like russian cards when it's like people don't know the art it's what does it do but in the lands you mm. just need a symbol that's it and you're done so it, it doesn't yeah, exactly. break the thematic tie which i'm really happy with that they finally figured that out and, and also you get the, uh, I mean, legibility being being key there too, that um, I think trying out a couple of different avenues, what was the one? Uh, I didn't know about the double feature lands uh, until yeah. someone pointed out the other day. I'm yeah. like, well, they were... They're all just black and white. Just a bit of a faux pas, but that's fine. That's I, I, I always admire explorations in any any one direction. That's fine um, as far as, you know, design and, and going, oh, we'll try this out. Like all for creativity and, uh, you know, just... just trying things out until we go, oh, maybe it doesn't work. But yeah, that one was like, that's just a little hard to see what's going on there. Not that, especially in Commander, not that I particularly mistrust, ever mistrust people for like, you know, mistapping lands. I don't really care, seriously. But, you know, it is a, there's a function to things at the same time, probably as a, uh, you know, a flaw you want to meet, which is probably legibility is at a baseline, though, which, which one is it kind of thing too, which... I mean, we've had many of those kind of instances throughout Magic's past. I know explorations with uh, what's the what's the land that's a creature? Um, that was always a funny one. Oh, uh, Dryad Arbor. Having that Dryad, Dryad Arbor. Arbor sitting behind your lands that looks yeah, like yeah. A, a basic forest. You know, yeah. if, if yeah. you've got literally just a word to dis- uh, distinguish it, right. maybe that's a bit too close. So, right, right, right. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, um, come and go a Neon Dynasty. Yeah, I completely forgot we got a new set coming out, Jeff. So um, that's a good one. Uh, What's what are you hearing around the uh, around the parts, Mike? About general feelings, anyone like? Oh no, it's a bit too uh, kind of. I don't know. It's well, a bit out of magic. That's the old, the classic argument. Oh, but yeah, I don't think right. it's much of an argument. <laughs> no, I, I think this was already tested. I mean, they already tested yeah, this totally. idea 
Um, I think I, I think I've mentioned this as a, that, uh, that people have seen the. Uh, uh, they already tried the the art to to see if people would be open to digital, um, mm. like a like a digital future um, with the Demir card. Um, yeah, true, true. Yeah, which I, they tested a few years ago. Um, which you see every now and then that they 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 sneak in um, one of those cards just to see are people okay with this? Um, will mm. they respond to this? And. As soon as that thing came out, I was like, okay, they're going to do something in the future at some point, <laughs> whatever. You know, they're, they're called plants. You plant a thing, yeah, yeah. and then you, you do some user testing on it. You, you see reactions to it, how do people feel on it, and then you, you return to it. Um, mm. And there was no other way to redo Kamigawa. Like, you can't revisit it because of the baggage the set had. Even visually, totally. like, to, to go back to it, people just weren't going to accept it. Um, which mm. is unfortunate, but that's just, you know... A, Part of being like uh, maturation of a game is that you can't just retread the exact same piece. You have to refresh it. Um, Notion Rain, that Notion Rain, that's yeah. the card. Yeah, that's the um, and then that's the literally like you look at Notion Rain and you're like, oh, okay, that would totally fit in the, in the new Kamigawa set. But that was the plan to say like, oh, are people going to be cool with this? Um, mm. And they are. Uh, and and I do think having seen some future art that's coming up, that uh, not everything is like super uh, anime digital digital feeling and not digital by mm. digital creation but like a video game feeling if you if you will or like a cinematic um there are mm. some pieces that do really just feel like a painting or and we saw some of that with some of the art preview that it's the quiet pieces and then the busy pieces the loud pieces and i think what they try to do is cover a lot of the things and i i'm worried the most about is can you cover it all in one set yeah yeah, that's right. Can you get that's enough right. uh, uh, chocolate when the vanilla player's looking for their thing? And yeah. that's the hard part to really fit without these three-block sets anymore. Is You just have to make some cuts, and, and who misses out on that is really what I'm interested in and watching signals when people talk about the art. Yeah, so it's, it's a good point, actually. You almost need that... Um, that uh that pace you know there's 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 a bit of time almost when you've got a three block set or something like it's it's like well there's 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 all that stuff in between i i heard you talking about a, an interesting thing i didn't really quite think about but um the fact that your average commander deck's probably going to have a lot of rares in it you know that's that's just the way things work these days and, oh, you, you and, listen and, closely fair point yeah exactly i just i this this is the point it got me thinking a lot actually it's like and that idea I, I i think most things work really nicely in contrast and you know maybe that means that some of the the commons and the uncommons throughout magic actually you know some of the the most evocative pieces might be a vanilla you know three three or something and it's like oh there's so much in this kind of just want to play it and it's that's why commander is that format of course but um right you know do you lose sometimes a bit of that pace and space if everything is a rare because does everything have that like enhanced gravitas as a rare because it's got to almost feel like a rare <laughs> you know it's like for, for the most basic way to put it like it's got to feel like and especially like mythics feel like mythics often too because it's like there's just something a bit more elevated and it's throwing a few more punches in that art or that kind of thing whereas maybe the quiet stuff uh in between is is uh sometimes you know a little bit more delightful and and it kind of just actually helps contrast and support the rest of it uh or else it could just be a bit too much overload i don't know but um yeah it's it's something i haven't studied too closely but it just really got me thinking too like uh how much of your stuff is you know just rares like because for 
power reasons, whatever. So yeah, yeah, we we we've done a pushback on that locally. Um, mm. uh, we play one DH, which every card, every, yeah. every single card is under a dollar, and love it. It's amazing how difficult uh, deck building is for that, and how yeah easy normal commander building is. Right, like you know what to yep, put in yep. here. The question is, how many swords do I put in? Do I put in any? You know, like there's like. Mm. The fact that templates exist for Commander uh, drives me bananas because that's like the opposite of how the format started. It's the opposite of how the game was intended. It was supposed to be all your extra crap that you threw together and made a deck out of it. And yeah, instead, totally. it's you need to play X amount of Wraths, X amount of things, but that means Mono Green can't exist because Mono yeah. Green has literally like one Wrath. One. That's it. So yes. those that pushback pushed us into okay, how can we have deck building again? And we looked and and saw because of these uncommon legendaries, we looked and say, you know, a lot of these cards have been reprinted a bajillion times at rare, like fifty cents or like bulkers. Mm. Can we make decks out of these? And you totally can. And the 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 most interesting part is not because the deck building that's fun. It's the power levels are the same. It's, yes, totally. It's surprising every time someone comes in there, you don't need to have a rule zero discussion because you just know that everyone's playing three mana freaking mana rocks just looking like butt because, yeah. you know, they're commons and they're under buck. So that and it means you can go ham too and you don't feel bad about it. It's like Exactly right because everybody's this on the same sweet. page right away. It's like, hey, I got a combo deck and you're like, how <laughs> you know like, That's like I, I'm not even upset I'm impressed like, exactly right it's like you're playing infect with what <laughs> so those sort of things that have been our reaction and some people do 3DH yeah. and whatever but that's what we do to keep it fresh in that discovery phase and it costs nothing like decks are like 30-40 it's like who cares yeah um, and we still have higher powered things and what and CEHD and, and whatever but um uh, CEDH, but that piece has been, it is wild building because you have to build theme decks or goofy stuff. One guy's got like a wrestling mm-hmm. theme deck with like, <laughs> a, with like Axelrod Gunnarsson and then there's like Ring yeah. the Bell played. It's just hilarious. Uh, I love it. <laughs> like off the top rope and also the crazy stuff and he's got like, uh, strong of suplexes. Like. He does, he's got like wrestling, like sayings to go with them. It's really quite fun. But that's, uh, that's what we do locally um, when we're not playing cube. Whereas uh, locally in Minneapolis mm. here, it's a very big cube community. Like I think there's like five or six uh, uh, powered cubes locally. Mm. And be- be- pre-pandemic, we used to play uh, once a month, Saturday morning, rotisserie, you know, throw all the cards out on the table and you pick one by one and everyone gets to see. Um, so really, really intensive uh, deck building, really, really hard. Um, but that's what we did when we didn't play Commander because it takes about the same amount of time. Because yeah, that's what, yeah. you know, growing adults, we have so much thing. What's a unique thing we can do? Okay, well, we can play Commander over webcam or whatever at home. But the, the cube rotisserie, you, you, you can't cube online. That's the, you know, can't no. do it on Arena, can't do it on Magic Online. It's the one thing you have to do in person. So we've, we've kept that pretty sacred for, for our local folks here. And you get that social aspect to it too, like with a with a, a you know a really good cube environment. Um, and, and there's a reason people say it's like this is pure magic, uh, and you know that is it can be this is the best place for, like you say, some power or something like of a, of a collection. It's like, well, where's the best Hall of Fame place for this to live in a cube? And it's right. like it's 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 just a special. My mate's got a uh, is it cube, and I mean I haven't got to jam that for yeah a couple of years now, but it was 
they're the times we always look look forward to that it's 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 just pure magic in a way too and um you touch on something there actually it's really interesting it's it's i've got this this theory that it's i mean it's maybe it's just an obsessive thing i do but it's like i do i do want to believe that every card has a home somewhere um in in some way shape or form but it's it's just that idea that you know you you want to respect every card as as best possible and the idea of 1dh is is just that delight that it's like this is giving it's just lowering that bar and and you know people talk about the homogenization of staples all that stuff but you know way way to ignite a little bit of uh refreshing kind of just just fun in everything and and to 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 change the way you look at deck building um you know especially if you've got a uh, a group that you can consistently get together with it's like that's it's such a uh, a fun thing just to reinvigorate things to go hey we don't even have to worry about power level discussions at all no it's, well, we're privileged in that right we're lucky um, exactly and i think i want to make that point it's like it's it's almost the goal right like if if you can find um people you care about that you know you can get together with it's it's a pretty amazing thing and 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 if people have that absolutely appreciate it too have you um, have you guys thought about that like 30 years from now i don't know how old y'all both are i just assume both of you are like 30 or 40 right like everyone just assumes yeah. you're 30 or 40 right like <laughs> every dex is seven exactly yeah right, right, every dex is seven. Uh, like if and you're in a retirement home say you're like the young person yeah. in a retirement home we're, we're not gonna play bridge we're, we're not oh. gonna play poker like is that gonna be a thing where people like play vintage cube yeah yeah are they gonna like this one guy's gonna have a cube and they play a commander once a week <laughs> You know, is that going to be, you know, you're on raids on Tuesdays and Thursdays you play Commander. Is like, is that going to be us? Maybe. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Like, how could you Me like too. bring that into that, you know, your your wife is raiding on whatever World of Warcraft version they're on there and you're playing Commander mm-hmm. with the, the four old guys and, you know, every now and then one guy dies and someone moves in, right? Like, that's such a ridiculous, like, premise, but... Like, that is the future. That's going to happen. And I don't know. I, I find it very, like, calming that even if the game dies and, and, and Wizards of the Coast mm-hmm. gets swallowed up by a volcano in Seattle, um, people are still going to be playing Commander and Cube for decades. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our thoughts exactly. And we've had um, many guests have talked to about this. I think it was Coach Davey that originally brought it up, that, that getting comfy with that aspect. It's like, hey, it's a company. And it's like, yeah. Absolutely, it's a uh, it's a commercial kind of entity. That's fine. I've still got my cards, and they still mean a lot to me. Uh, I've still got my friends. Uh, if if it just shriveled up and died tomorrow, I'd like to think we're still playing Commander for years um, because we just we enjoy each other's company. I, I often say Commander's the excuse too, but it is it just so happens the um, the reason we keep coming back as well is just you know the the, the game offers us so much self expression for building whatever and it's just a good game like it's just like it's it's probably the best design game we can ever think of right like uh yeah it's got its issues but there's a reason we would keep it going uh because it does mean so much to us right right i'm, wait, a, I'm waiting for you guys fun. like spicy question I mean, i'm waiting for like the spicy ah. thing where you're like bring me some like smoke from down under like i'm waiting for it and i know you got some of them Oh, totally. Or how do, how do you mean? Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, like you got someone here that can talk art, and and like what, you've done some research. Um, you know, I, I don't know if people know this, but I, I am under NDA, so I can I know what's coming, but I can't talk about it, of course, legally. Um, but there isn't like like the 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 spicy things you want to know about that are that are art related Ooh. from from the past or nuance things of today um 
often those are the things that, that, that really trend when I post about them and to be like the regeneration or regenerate card where it's cropped and because it's cropped, it lost context. So you assume the, mm. the, the kissing is what regenerates it, but that's not it at all. It's because the lady's in a pool and the fish are like regenerating her and then you can see the plants actually in close detail. So like crap like that is one example. Uh- I love that one. Yeah, exactly. One one I've always been fascinated about is uh, how much how much do I mean I, I, I imagine it's a lot less these days. Uh, but how much do art direction kind of uh, mistakes happen where it's like, oh, I thought you meant this, or the art turned into this. Fine, let's run with it, and it's just a happy little you know Bob Ross accident basically. So the the the, the poster child for this being, of course, that uh, what how do you even I don't even know how to pronounce the thing the lemur or the, uh, lemur, the, lemur. the lemurs the lemurs. It's pretty <laughs> rare these days. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty uncommon that it's they have those issues because they have more than one art director. You got to think back then yes, until like yeah. Jeremy Jarvis was doing it by himself and like not sleeping. And pulling like 80, 100 hour weeks, like it, like it was crippling how much art they had to put out that now you have so many more people and obviously they still don't have enough, but um, that are examining things. Yeah. Things don't yeah. really come out of left field because the, yeah. the, the, the quality is so much higher. The people are more, I don't want to say more reliable, but um, uh, like searching on the internet is easier. Right, like yeah, I think yeah. in 1993, internet, like that wasn't a guaranteed thing. Even 95, that wasn't a guaranteed thing all over the world. Not even close. And even communication channels and like uh, drafting and iterations of things. It's like uh, review processes that be like, oh, there you go, done. Uh, we can't really turn around now. We're just going to run with this thing that's a lemur, clearly. But right, it's, you know, right. And it becomes a legend. I love it. Yeah, know? I mean, the things still do happen when they turn in a card and, and it doesn't get printed for development reasons. Uh, that still yeah, happens all yeah. the time. Not all the time, but it does happen with, you know, every set or every other set or something like that where it's like, ah, this thing made just doesn't quite fit exactly what we need. It We changed the frame or the card changed a little bit and this element you added, can you remove or, ah, we'll buy it and we'll just fit it in a different set. So you sometimes see those in like Commander or Double Masters or Jumpstart or whatever and you're like, oh, that's cool art. And you're like, well, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's from Ammon Kit. It's like, well... Yeah. It was made for Ammon Kid, and they got to use it free here. But as of lately, that their their slush file is the term for it uh, is pretty bare. Yep. There's just not that much in there anymore. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, everyone uh, gets its stuff because they just have so like much the, more art to make, you know. But there are some pieces that are still missing in action. Like Quentin Hoover had a bunch of like slush art that he made back in the day, and the connection, the file, the awareness is gone. So mm. there are pieces like that that they need to um, recategorize and work with artists to say again, like, which pieces you got under slush that weren't released? What are those again? Um, but there's only a couple artists that are like that, um, that they have to, like, re, uh, re-add them into that process. Yeah, nice. I, I, I love, actually, maybe that's my uh, my favorite aspect of something like a Modern Horizons 2, where it's like, this feels sometimes like a bit of the leftover of uh, there's just little greatest hits of everything else. It's like there's a there's a little vignette of each little plane because that clearly came from Kaladesh or that came from Ikoria or I mean oh sorry um uh, trying to think more specific ones the vampires from uh, what's the pirate one um, Ixalan I've read Ixalan it's like Ikoria Ixalan I always go there um but but that kind of thing it's like oh there's there's just like nice little vignettes there they're, they're 
they exist and it makes you think they could keep coming out too. And it's got that little secret layer feel to it too. But um, yeah, no, I love that. Love that to bits. That's, that's a great point with secret layers actually. So um, I mean, I, I imagine you feel secret layers are a net positive generally for, you know, what it means for the expression, expression of the game, you know, uh, warranted with a kind of a reasonable amount that it, I, I don't think they can oversaturate it too much, but it's, um, you know, no, it's, it's no, definitely... No, I, I think there's there's every qualm with it is uh, personal preference to me. Yeah. There's too many of them. It's because they're not making ones you like right now. Like, yeah, that, totally, that's it. Totally. That's all it is. And there's just a hard way for like weird art or some artists to get in that aren't classically trained, going through the normal like white mm-hmm. <laughs> person art school yep. path, right? And this is a way to get in like graffiti art and street art into it mm-hmm. or people that aren't quite the right aesthetic, but they're close and then they get worked into magic and then, you know, they get looked through magic's lens and they're like, oh, they actually do fit. Let's let's use them for a couple different things that we have. And then, you know, going forward, we're going to use them like uh, Eric Wilkerson. Great example. Um, wonderful mm-hmm. guy, uh, a black guy. And uh, he's been working in, you know, book covers, uh, sci fi quite a bit. Um, but he didn't really work on like dragons very much. Like he didn't do like the, mm. the fantasy stuff that, and that's okay. Um, could he, of course he could, but th- there wasn't a ton of material out there that shows that he did. So then he did, you know, mm. the, the, the black is beautiful secret layer. And then, you know, he's, you know, in magic now and he's making stuff, you know, and that onboarding I think is way more valuable than some of the wild art that can be made that those extra inroads to, I don't know, some, Pacific Island uh, art style or yeah. uh, a design type that uh, is only existing in Soviet bloc countries, right? Like that doesn't fit anywhere else, but as commander players, like maybe, maybe, maybe I want to have a little red scare here, you know what I'm saying? And and it's going to be Russian everything and it's going to have the Russian cards oh. and the Russian frames. Like that sounds sweet. Like I would play that. I love like, that. I've got a friend who's obsessed with um I'm pretty sure he does like podcasts and stuff about it too, but brutalist architecture. I'm like, yeah. Exactly like right. Like that doesn't feel Imagine anywhere. how much fun out of it. But yeah, you could totally. have like I wanna have Phyrexian lands that are brutalist art echoing Eastern Europe. Like what? But you're like, you know, mm. the basic lands, who gives a crap? That sounds sweet. Yeah. Why not? Go nuts. Like and that part of the secret lair I really enjoy. Um not all of it is for yeah, me, exactly. and that's fine. I buy them every now and then, but not too often. Um but I want to keep seeing them. My biggest thing is I want to see the artist series ones because there's artists that I, that need to give a, a little bit more uh, time to flex. That yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've wanted to do things and they just haven't got that assignment for whatever reason. Like uh, my boy Sam White, he's been working on lands, right? That's great. But you look at all his personal work and the work that he's gotten like awards for, it's super spooky. And, and I've mentioned mm-hmm. this before, like someone like him, like, dude, he needs to be on Secret Lair Halloween and just be like, dude, just go ham. Do it live. Yeah, just just scare some people. Like, it's a, oh, just make it just know. make it scarier in hell. Like that type of thing is uh, Secret Lair has really opened that up to it. And then it builds the yeah. patronage of an individual artist gets the spotlight for their 15 minutes. And and yeah. that part I want to see more often. And that's my my gripe. But that's my personal gripe of Every time they do a super drop, I want to have one hyper artist focused thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, the other ones can be whatever, whatever they want. But I like the idea of giving a current roster artist um, some some 
open runway to play in and work mm-hmm. in that to say, uh, and then, you know, they can make a list and then work with the people there. But I think that that is one thing that they're, they're going to be iterating on because people really liked him. The Mark Poole thing sold like hotcakes. Seb McKinnon, your boy, Sam, you know, running hot, <laughs> running hot from uh, Canada, goofy Quebecian. Um, yep. But like those sort of things, like people love them, you know, give the people what they want. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, it's, it sounds like as much as people rat on businesses, whatever, it's like, you know, money making, but I think there could be, you know, you, you can be truly using uh, this game as a mechanism and a platform, right? Like absolutely. And it's, I, I just like when you, you zoom a few years out, it's like, no, I think, I think it's been going that way. You're not hearing about people going, what about my magic, my, you know, my dominary multiverse that like has, it has to be this protective, you know, like look the same way. No, like you, I don't think you're hearing that as much. And any like, not that that matters anyway, because I think it's personal preference anyway. Like magic is what you make it. And that's, what's pretty special about it. And it was initially uh, like initially kind of designed that way too. It's not about just dominaria or whatever. It, it is a, this, it could be whatever multiverse uh, kind of place you ever wanted. Like um, I'm just looking now, like the one that make me like smile so much, the, all this weird stuff coming out with you. I don't know that we don't get secretly as much here because they're just a logistical nightmare. It's fine. Sometimes Why? we buy the singles, whatever. Why? But, um, it's oh, too expensive to bring into the country. I'd have to, yeah, they're, they're a bit tricky. We get some, uh, outlets that will buy them up, which is great. And then I might be able to like, for instance, I'll buy the bird ones. I, I'm an absolute bird nerd. Um, which is why I'm, the, the, the card I'm about to bring up the persistent petitions that just came out yep. with like oh, I don't know that's it just hot. came out that's hot but it's got the hip hop birds I'm like yeah, yeah that's I want hot. I want all of that uh, I don't play persistent petitioners but it's a reason to like uh, and and that's that's the fun part too I love that idea that's like well the art made me play the card like I think that is that is pretty special um, don't yeah. you have like known associates across the pond isn't that a thing. Oh, we jokingly say we don't get looked at too much in Australia, but uh, no, we do, we do more or less. And, and I, we tend to, uh, I certainly talk to a lot of people kind of, you know, and, and get stuff shipped over, but yeah. But, but that's, know, a, that's think... a legitimate commander question, right? Like you look at, you know, your version of down under eBay or, or, yep. or you know, uh, card market for the Europeans, right? Like they're, they're, the prices are different, you know, some things are higher demand, yeah, lower totally, demand, whatever. Totally, totally. And, I, and I would... I would I would hope and encourage that you know you'd find people stateside that are like hey man can you get like me and my mates you know a couple of secret <laughs> layers and then like open them up and just ship them to us and we'll just pay you whatever yeah. for it like that that doesn't exist I thought that'd be common uh, it does and I think what what'll come down to as well is like uh, if there's something we absolutely must have uh, we'll, we'll start to do that kind of thing so um, but yeah that's it's definitely we ship. You know, we send stuff over every now and then just for, you know, uh, for instance, I'm, a, I'm going through a series right now of just like uh, doing some little art altars for people. And, okay. You know, sending over to the people that, that I care about, that kind of thing. It's like, I know my mate Gabe loves, he, he absolutely slammed with a, a classic thorn elemental. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do your border kind of extension and just send okay. it back to you. And like, you know, and uh, with a big FU on it or something, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> just delightful stuff. But it, it's not too bad. But yeah, no, exactly right. It's like you it is that step we have to take it's like well trying to get it over anyway is just you know twice as expensive so but that know, but that's part of it right that that gets into this it is special the 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 gathering part of of what online commander has has changed where which is a yeah, silver exactly. lining of the pandemic is you can play with yes. anybody across the world and then there's relationships built up like 
hey, I want to pick up German cards for my vintage deck, right? I got a paradox, I got a paradoxial outcome deck. I own the, I own the art to it. Um, so I want to have German things. So, you know, I grew up in Germany mm-hmm. and, I, and I want that. Give me that FBB. Feel me? And, you know, it's, they're super expensive <laughs> in the USA side. So I have a friend there and he ships them to me because we play commander every now and then. And I'd like to think that that could be a thing of, hey, you guys are, have this weird promos in Japan and commander is the conduit for allowing that like, not, not free economy, but the, this exchange of things that, you know, as known associates, as friends, even because friends is a meaningless word I found because with Facebook friends, mm. it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like known associates. Oh, yeah, yeah, we play Commander. You know what I'm saying? We talk on the Twitters. Um, I encourage you to do that. I really do. I think that that oh, piece totally, is totally. underutilized in, in our community building. And I want to foster mm. it as much as I can. And I will, like, bludgeon people with it to do it. Because I, I think it's a really good thing. It's a great way to put it. That mail exchange is almost the feature, not the bug, too. It's like, and and we have seen some people go, well, well I'll just send you some, also some some delectables from Australia too. Like here's some Tim Tams or something, or you know that wacky thing. I know definitely. Um, we got, uh, I think a few people did from our area send over the other way. So the the inverse kind of situation. Uh, we got the. I've got it behind me. I gave you one, Chesh. The um the Chinese New Year promo. Oh with, uh, yeah, the yeah. Minute, the Minotaur, like. Everyone in the states is like, whoa, we don't get those. Sweet, can you send one over? And I think, yeah, a few of us, you know, uh, over here did. Uh, but yeah, I've still got one. I've got to make a deck out of it. But you know, those things sometimes happen where it's the other way around. But uh, yeah, I, I, I want to, I want to kind of continue with that gesture, like you say, and go. Well, let's remember that and do it a bit more for sure. You got to like, poke me with a get... stick on it. I'm always up for it. I mean, yeah, the, the amount exactly. of times I've gotten from the vault things for people and I send them to all over the world, all the time. It used to. Um, now Sweet. nobody really asks anymore because it's like, well, I got access to them. It's like, well, yeah, but people that could do this and would happy to, and you know, <laughs> it, it bring a lot of joy in, in what this thing is. Because um, I've I've got that treasure, mm, uh, the treasure yeah. token from the Chinese New Year, and I think it's super yeah, cool. Yeah, because it has a story so nice. attached, you know. Exactly, exactly. But it's 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 that whole. Uh, I mean, I did the um like some secret Santa exchanges at one point too, and then same kind of energy too. Like everyone loves getting something in the mail, and you know it is. I think especially now, like you say, there is a massive silver lining to. Uh, I mean, I spent a whole year on the podcast harping on about it. It's like I'm actually really just grateful, <laughs> you know, of all these people I've met. You know, tell people that you uh, they mean something to you by sending them something. So um, yeah, uh, I think you've even just inspired me a bit more to kind of get my act together and, and actually send some of these things out because uh, yeah, I know it's like I know I know Peter's in uh, in in kind of Indiana. It's like well, I know he could just go to get this card from the store, but like I care about him, I'll send it to him, you know, that kind of thing too. And you send a little note and that, I think that's pretty special. No, I think you're absolutely right. And th- there's something to that with the Japanese cards having their actual Japanese text. It's not like uh, English mm. is their own version. It's like, no, 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 that's their thing because it's thematic yeah. to them. And that that's great. Um, and I think there's these regionalisms, I hope, are more common. Obviously, we, you know, we speak the same, you know... <laughs> Rough language, give or take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, approximation, if you will. But, you know, as I do our shows, you know, we do convention promos. And, you yeah, know, we had yeah. the Sarah Angel in, in Japan and it was all in Japanese and it's, you know, valuable, I suppose. But mm-hmm. those sort of things I want to have more in more uh, countries um, when we do more art yeah. shows. And hearing from Commander players of like, you should have a grim fairy tale 
version in Germany for an art show that relates to something about Innistrad or something about um, uh, uh, Eldrain, even though Innistrad would make more sense. Like those sort of things I really want to like, like lock in and get people really thinking about. Um, yeah. But the, the part I'm stuck on is the English to English. Like, right, what would mm. England be differently from us to Kiwis? Like, what, you know, what what is yeah. important as, as art-wise to people there? Um, and seemingly for you saying basic lands, you're like, yeah, that was cool, but, you know, they're too expensive. You know, instead yeah. of, like, this yeah. is highly demanded, we want more of them. You know, we want a Great Barrier yeah. Reef, and then we want to donate some of it to help protect this dang thing, you know? That is 100% the best, the best uh, like outcome there too that like the way to put it like that just opens your whole mind up like how can you use art for good and i love that so much that you made a point about the wasn't the lana war elves what what's the mana dork you play and you explained why you play it because of the uh, oh elvish mystic yeah elvish mystic that really got me thinking that's something i'd love to see here i mean you know it's it's no uh no secret kind of the shame in our country of you know the indigenous culture and and like how much more we need to do um, you know, and that nothing, it, it can never be corrected, you know, in no. a way, but you know, just more awareness, um, and, and that kind of thing. How much more, like how much could we do with indigenous, indigenous art for, for good? How good would, you know, how amazing would that be? Like say great barrier reef, literally dying. That would be amazing too. Um, and, and talk about subject matter for, you know, the most beautiful, you could you can imagine a high tide with a great barrier reef, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, correct. How, no, that, that's oh. exactly it. High tide secret layer of the, four endangered uh water areas in the world and obviously yeah. we'd have great barrier reef as one of them like it writes itself right and totally, then you'd have like and and also like if if you so if you make it a secret lair right and and this is just obviously off the top of my head um you could redo didgeridoo yep yep you know but instead of you know yep. having a white artist um much much preferable obviously to have a first nations people right, yeah. artist right right um, so. to do the art and and even for some of those lands like the great barrier reef like hey we want to see your interpretation from your traditional background you mm. know in your traditional art of of how your people see you know landmarks like you know uh uluru and and the great barrier reef and all that sort of stuff yeah, um, I think Uluru's actually got a. Is is it still called Uluru? Man, I haven't looked at that for ages. Because yeah. uh, I know that Mount Warning has changed. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But like, um, I, like you did, well, That's what the the requests have to be. Like when you yell at your yeah. local WPN or your your local APAC person is like, "Hey, we have volcanic islands, right? Like the volcanoes make the islands. Like that's abundantly clear mm-hmm. in the APAC region. You got a bunch of them. There's like thousands of options, right?" Totally, that totally. You, you could say, hey, would you guys ever be up to doing Shivan Reef, but it's the Great Barrier Reef? Because obviously it's Rob Alexander. Oh, it's been printed like 8,000 mm-hmm. times. Like it's it's same art. Homie, that needs new art. Let's talk. Uh, unless you yeah. want to do Gold Border because I'm always about that Gold Border life. But <laughs> oh, yeah. like if this could be Shivan Reef, like the same as they did the Godzilla where they rename it, you know? But you did it with a yeah, exactly. land, and you have an indigenous artist talking about an island reef made by volcanoes. Like that fits the culture entering the game. It fits hype promo. It fits like national, like a uh, regional pride that isn't just like 
this is just Singapore. Like, no, 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 no. This is like a, like a broad of different areas. And those are the pieces that I want people to be active and aware of. And Wizards doesn't yeah. always think about it because it's like, well, they want kangaroos. It's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I guess. That's fine, man. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> kangaroos and koalas. Man. Yeah, totally. Totally. Give us give us a platypus because it's it's a duck-billed marsupial. Yeah. They are badass creatures. Which makes so. no sense. Yeah, I reckon and you... it's technically blind. Spiders and snakes. With poison claws. They're dang cute, though. So those oh, yeah. are the pieces, oh, yeah. like how, like that would change, and then it becomes if you live in this region of the world and you're playing blue, red, you're using that art like easy. Yeah, of yeah. course you are, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. And maybe it's too expensive, and that's the only reason you're not. But those are the things that I think art can be as convention promos. It can be F and M promos. It can be the regional things. But people have to bubble that up and bring it up more than just your local shop and, you know, bringing up the chain of WPN people. It's just nobody's mm-hmm. ever telling them this. No one's ever giving them that market research because it's just, it's kind of out of the box and it's kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's like a lot of things in a business sense too. It's like, hey, you know, they kind of need to be presented with the idea half the time to be like, well, yeah, you're right. Like, tell me why it's a good idea. Exactly. So, And if you make all the pain lands Australian lands, you can say it's because everything in Australia wants to kill you. I mean, totally. It adds extra flavor. I, mean, I, I love yeah. that. I, I, love I, can't that. Even, I can't even write it better. <laughs> no, exactly. And I was like, oh, the spiders and the snakes and the things. and then, um, But, like, like that's funny. That's weird, funny to me. Weird culture. But totally. We know these things and we're like, oh, the land and we're wastes. And you're like, you could have something that's like, I don't know, some sort of wasteland that could be like underwater or whatever. <laughs> Chesh Frankston. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, just just a, a junkie stabbing another junkie. Nah, you can't good. afford to live in Frankston these days. It's uh, it, the prices are getting pretty nuts because it's a it yeah. is a beautiful place. It's next to the water, but yeah, so, I joke because every time growing up, that was that was the place where you go skate and uh, you kind of feel your life a little bit. And you get stabbed. I mean, you skate and get yeah, stabbed. Pretty That's much. Fine. Skate and yeah. stabbed. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is part of that. Like I, I was, I was going to joke about that part of Australia. I know you wouldn't depict that as a positive thing in cards. That's fine, but like we can joke. So, um, like we have, for instance, Mike, we have many, many things that one of my favorite things to do is like appropriate magic cards with a name, a song, or whatever. Okay. Uh, And and it just becomes half the time it becomes Australiana. It's very funny. The one that always gets me is uh, the servo token because that's what we call that's what we call our Seven Eleven or our BP or whatever. Like our service station is the servo. So that's right. You get short. You get shorten everything. That's right. That's right. And shorten. Put an O on the end. Exactly. So yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's the amount of times on infinite tokens I've drawn a little little BP station, you know, you get your little pie on it as well. It's like you go to the servo. So um, yeah, no, it's great. That's pretty. I, I love that kind of stuff. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say, dear wizards, <laughs> uh, please give us an Australian themed uh, uh, secret lair, and please have the header card be Coma Cosmos Serpent as the Rainbow Serpent. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably still not playing that card, but that's fine. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, probably not, but it's going to look cool in a folder or you know displayed exactly. in, a, in a frame. Again, like, maybe the art might compel me to play such a uh, a powerhouse piece of Simic, uh, just ubiquity. So um, I could do it. I could do it if if the art's cool enough and it represents something rad. But yeah, no, I love I love that so much, Mike, and um, the kind of you know the territories that that 
opens, I think, everyone's minds up to uh, what would you love to see, you know, especially whether it's locally, that kind of thing. I mean, the, the, the other one, of course, is like what kind of media would you love to see now that that is completely on the table? Like you can just go anywhere. Um, and I always love to ask people that, uh, yourself included. But, I mean, with... What are, what's even what's the name for it? Universes something something. Universes um, beyond. Uh, Universe beyond. Yeah. yeah. No one's really spoken like said that word as much the like you know since it got announced or whatever. But we know it's coming. We know Lord of the Rings is in a couple of years. That's great. I think. Well, I don't feel like we're hearing people just you know upset or anymore. It's more like once people realize, oh, this could represent a place that means a lot to me, like as in a fantasy place, so to speak. But do you have any that you've you know complete like? Uh, personal bias to like what you would love to see in you know depicted in a magic world that you can use in a commander table or that kind of thing um, from a purely like fictional world point of view um I you know, the easy answer is Castlevania because that's just low hanging fruit but that's gonna that's oh, gonna no, be yeah. done right like that's abundantly clear oh, yeah. they've had a mono work on stuff they've had the other artists work on Castlevania to do it that's the simple answer the hard answer is I'd love to find like mythology that's like not old so for example greek mythology is so old that it's just there's no one practicing and it's just it's done i want to see like 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 fables or fairy tales that are maybe not just grim not just grim fairy tales i'm talking like baba yaga eastern european you know the you know the hut with the chicken legs and there's the hag in the woods like, I'd love oh, yeah, to yeah. have something that would be, like, hyper-focused on that because I think that allows for other um, – they're not exactly IPs, but they're like, they're, they're, like, cultural stories that are bound together. Like, I don't want to just have mm. a different video game. I don't really care. That's, that's fine. But I want to have something that has a cohesive whole to it, like, um, I don't know, like uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland or mm. – um, uh, Dracula they already did Dracula is like a great example I love that it, it is a piece of fiction sure but all the stories around it you don't just have to uh, take off the, the first work and mm. I think some of the grim fairy tales are like 30 different stories that made up Cinderella it wasn't one story like they, they you know, I don't know if you've seen Loki but there was one timeline and they, they chose the true timeline right um, mm, but mm. that's what I want to see of different cultures like what is that of south korea i have no idea but i want to know about those stories and kamigawa is like the closest thing we've seen to that and i think the universes beyond could be this the closest thing we get to having like like an actual religion in the game but it's like old religion like old things done like hades the the video Mm -hmm. game but you'd still have greek mythology there in, in a true sense that's what I really want to see from Universes Beyond. That's super cool. Like looking up now, I've I've kind of only ever roughly heard of Baba Yaga, but um, Dude, Baba Yaga, sweet. Kind of, yeah, appearing in themes here, there, and awesome. everywhere. And I feel like most recently, is that is that kind of just what is in a way depicted in the latest season of The Witcher? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that's yes. the story yeah, of The yeah, Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. The shifting house and everything. Yep, it's like, yep. yeah, I love it. It's the Slavic story. So, like yep. uh, Milovoy or uh, Philip Berberin. Obviously, they're, they're Slavic folks. They live in Croatia. Um, mm-hmm. Or like Lena, um, Lena Richards. Oh, Lena. Um, she's from uh, mm. Ukraine. So, like those sort of stories are. It's tough to do a whole set on them because nobody knows what they are. Right? Like Americans yes, don't know yeah. that crap. 
Australia sure as hell don't know about that crap. You guys are all criminal scribes. Like, they didn't have those books in the prison. Um, but... <laughs> Mate, look, no, no. My family... Stealing my shoes. family did not come over as convicts, all right? They oh, came over... That's Cheshire's pride. Mine did. Yeah. We stole so shoes. My, my, <laughs> my family came over from England to suppress the, uh, the indigenous population... Uh, by tending to the botanic gardens in Tasmania, oh so there is that. It was like oh, we yikes. weren't criminals; we became criminals <laughs> yeah. once we got Correct. here. <laughs> Nuance, uh, but uh, I, I think those sort of worse, those yeah. sort of stories that you can't, you can't do a set about, mm. you can't do a set on Bobby Ogget. It's, it's it's not known enough. But a universe is beyond is a perfect example where one time visit this whole thing, and it's the suspension of disbelief that everybody knows it's weird. Um, it's different, oh, yeah. and you can visually play with it a lot too. That you don't have to make it magic mm-hmm. uh, style. It could be like woodcuts or watercolors or whatever. Oh yeah, kind of like how the Neon uh, Genesis is starting to do when they really are meshing a bunch of different styles at the same time. I think the universes beyond could be a step past that, where it looks all the same visually, uh, intentionally, because it wouldn't work with the source material otherwise. Mm, exactly and and then you, you kind of get to that point again too it's almost like it's art as it's art as a platform art as education too it's like and and i think we've seen that a little bit too like with certain things uh you might get people even as you know with with pop uh pop culture that kind of thing or, or even just uh traditional story or any kind of story or whatever people are oh, i wasn't that interested in dracula but I've known the things. I'm going to read the book of Dracula now because I've got a magic card that's a, uh, you know, it's like Dr. John or something. That's kind yeah, of great. Yeah, totally, like, totally. Who's this guy? Thing. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, totally. And like, why? It's the first thing. It's like, wow, that is so evocative. What does it mean? Never seen that in my life with Baba Yaga. Like that would be, you know, pretty special to go, okay, I became fascinated by this because this card game became a conduit to sharing, you know, <laughs> kind of stories from fiction and uh, folklore and, and all these things that actually have a, uh, a real-world kind of history, which is pretty amazing. I'm very happy that you're going to be, like, scouring, like, a Wikipedia over Baba Yaga, like, for the next couple of days. Like, I actually really enjoy that. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, like, this weird visual kind of... Uh, it's cool. Like this, this Pinterest board. Like, the tabs after a podcast, for me, are insane, and I need to, like, just save them generally, but... um. Yeah, I just see there's there's a Baba Yaga depicted in Ghibli. What? Yeah, yes What's there is. In? Yes there is. Mister yeah. Doe and the Egg Princess. I have yeah. not seen that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, um, that very very cool. Got a rolling pin too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we digress. Uh, what was I going to say? There was something else there. Oh yeah, back to um, uh, that made me think when we're we're talking about stories that kind of thing to um, Chesh. Uh, you, like you say, with the Rainbow Serpent, take it further. Who wants a legendary creature of Bunjil the Eagle? I know I would. I know my nephew is absolutely obsessed with uh, Bunjil the Eagle, and he would he would love that too. So we've got so many. Um, I don't know. It's just it it, it it it's that idea that you can open your eyes anywhere, and there's stories to tell, and like you know, art can be used as a uh, a vehicle for that in a pretty amazing way. Can you imagine if Bunjil the Eagle was like a legend? Exactly. Like. Like, would what, it be a what, legend what, or would it be like Cartographer's Hawk where it's like a must-play card? Um, I don't know, but I, I like the idea. Like, it could be either one of like localized thing. We're doing it one euro only and it's like, I don't know, some super popular like uh, Kaikar or, or Derevi or something that it'd be like, you know, the, the Godzilla text about it. And we oh, yeah. need more oh, of yeah. that, even though it's like, oh, it's another variation. It's like, yeah, 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 but there's actually like cultural reasoning behind this. And then... Yeah, totally. 
that becomes the hype version, right? Like that becomes the one everybody wants, which is the cool thing to, to put a spotlight that on, on something be... new that everyone wants. Exactly. It's, 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 you know, it gives, gives calls for a narrative and like, how much fun would that be too? When you talk about, you know, bottom up or top down design, if you find the one that kind of connects with maybe some aspects of Bungel's story, that'd be really cool too. Like, is there a reason all the, all the spirits are made? Does Kaikar make spirits? I think Kaikar makes spirits. Uh, Kaikar um, oh, yeah, yeah, makes one ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you sack the spirits, whatever. But if you could find something there that is, is pretty amazing, or just go for a Stormcrow, you know? Like, <laughs> who doesn't love a Stormcrow? <laughs> I know Bungel's an eagle, but... Amer- uh, people that speak English like Stormcrows, I brought a Stormcrow original art to Japan and no one cared. <laughs> Everyone was like, I don't give a crap about why is this here? And I'm like, oh, this isn't a thing for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I had an awesome chuckle in the uh, in the car about that. And it's like, it's that great thing. It's like a, a lot of people might not remember why Stormcrow is a cool thing, but like we love, everyone loves Stormcrow. You oh, know? God, exactly. Yeah. But, um, Super super cool. Like I love that. Do you say you don't chesh? No. <laughs> don't 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 care for it at all. No. Uh never really understood why it happened in the first place. It was just like the hell comes <laughs> wrong with people. So uh yeah, no. I got I got a friend who plays a lot of Crow Storm in uh, in EDH, and that's the uh, the great use for a um, a nice rule zero, and we always pass it. That's fine. I don't care. It's like yeah, I please play Crow Storm. That's that's the best. So um, yeah, no, I've got, I've got a uh, I've got a massive affinity to towards any like a two mana one two flyer. Like that's my jam. Like I'm I'm into that, and we we play a lot of we used to play a lot of Chaos Draft at the store, um, my local store, and. Seagulls are just generally my uh, my go to right. if possible. Just, just get it done, you know. Like you know, okay. ten turns, you got it. You got it done. Exactly. Chaos draft. Uh, uh, Sam Shesh, what's your favorite set to pick? If you get all the packs out and you get pack one, pick one, and you get to pick your pack, what pack yeah. do you take? Don't don't give me that. I'm gonna collectors boosters. Like shut up. Don't don't do that. Like what <laughs> is the, does that. Like, what oh, is the set you would pick? Weatherlight. Oh, that's fun. Why? Because I love, I absolutely love the art in Weatherlight, and yeah. Weatherlight was when I really started taking magic much more seriously. Sure. Um, so, and it, it has a lot of really cool cards in it, especially if you're looking at Cube or Commander. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fair, um, fair. You know, so you can hit some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually go for something like, a, I mean, usually it's whatever's available at the store and I, I probably should think a bit deeper of like as far as things that are more of a dream set that I'd just love to rip open. Like, you know, everyone says like a nice Lawman, but, you know, who knows how good some of those individual cards are. Um, I, I I do adore some of the, my favorite design has been in Modern Horizons too. Uh, and again, you've kind of got like snapshots of so many different planes uh, that you're like, well, where did this come from? And just one-offs, one-offs of abilities that, feel like a greatest hits without being a master set so to speak so you've got you've got just storm appearing strangely somewhere you've right. got kind of persist or something like you've just got these keywords scattered throughout that might only be on one card and i think that's pretty special and you end up going well let's do it we're, we're, we're going to town and uh building around this wild thing that kind of thing too um but at the same time i've been known to uh i pack one pick one in evolving wilds if i see one usually uh, so um you know, that happens on chaos it. yeah yeah totally <laughs> Yeah, you have to, right? Like exactly. But yeah, no, we've 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 made some crazy stuff happen in um in chaos drafts and pretty special stuff. But um, now I'm trying to think about some of the the great ones. Like, what what would you pick? What's uh what's your go to for that one? Uh, it has it, it has to be uh, uh Avacyn restored or New Phyrexia every time. Yeah, New Phyrexia. Oh, new Phyrexia is a good choice. Oh yeah, does it exactly? Eased cost with the Phyrexian mana. Um, 
clearly is the, the main reason for that. Um, like, uh, uh, you could play uh, Active Aggression in every deck. Like, you can steal yeah. a creature in every deck. Like, that's incredibly yeah. strong. I think and, that's pretty special when it's not restrictive in, in design then, too. Mm-hmm. You've got so many access. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Play this red card with that creepy elephant-looking thing. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. And the, the other one, <laughs> and, and Avacyn restored you to choose it because there's so many angels. Yeah. So exactly. you, you have a Again, higher percentage the, chance to get a flyer, which... You know, three mana, two two flyer wins a chaos, right? Like that's all. Gets thing. it, gets it done. Gets yeah, it you done. know exactly. The big seagulls get it done. Big exactly. seagulls get it done. Yeah, <laughs> but you also have a chance to get the bear. Um, yeah, there's those there's those combos in draft that that like hex proof with the cleaver. Uh, um, the guy, you know, the spirit with the hat that's like unblockable and has hex proof. Yep. The basically, if you have that on the cleaver, you just win every time and in, in, in a strength draft. Like it was so grossly oh, yeah, unfair. You, yeah, and the game plan becomes just like. Uh, taking care of uh, you know everything everything else on the ground the ground then to make sure that I mean it can't really get removed can it can't it? get so, removed uh, easily yeah. you'd have to do like a sacrifice thing attacker so it's near impossible to win on that and Avacyn Restore has one of those things um, and that's uh, Druid's Familiar that 4 drop 2-2 two, yeah, two, yeah. and Soul Bonds and 2-2-2-2 two, 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 two. so you, if you get a 3 drop 2-2 two, two flyer and then you put that down you just win it's just mm-hmm. so oppressively powerful in, in, in <laughs> chaos. So those are two of my two always packs. And the problem is New Frex is such an expensive pack. Nobody plays it in chaos. Yeah. But yeah. Avacyn Restored, you can still find. So I, I always pick Avacyn Restored every yeah, time I chance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I was going to say, too, so what's uh, the, 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 the the spirit with a hat? Uh, what's the name again? The Hexproof one, Unblockable. That's that's apparently Chromium, apparently. So they say. Uh like Chromium's one one kind of turn into an unblockable uh, invisible stalker. Is that the thing? Invisible stalker. That's exactly that's the it. one. That's love it. that card that's it. to bits that's because it. of that because I, I play Chromium as I just love a massive latex uh, dragon ha. silver thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said it was a latex dragon. I'm like, well, okay, sure. Go but with yeah. it. Go with it. Love my Steel Dragon spaceship that, you know, just, just putting equipment on. I'm not here to king shame anyone for nah, their exactly. latex dragon just, just tentacle born. How cool is Chromium? Chromium is just a shiny dragon. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, love where this is going. I, uh, I And I, I love those points we kind of got to as far as, you know, uh, art is a conduit. Um, art is, you know, magic can be a platform. Uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful way to think about it and like get people thinking about what would they love to see. Um, I think that's really, really special. So can't thank you enough, Mike, for uh, kind of delving into there. Um, but you know what it's about. We, we, we do another kind of part of this, uh, this, this podcast and uh, we kind of go into the weirdness about we want to hear even more about yourself, Mike. And okay. like, Shoot. like what makes, what makes everyone click and, and, you know, what are those most important aspects of, uh, the psyche of someone. Okay. So, okay, um, okay. Well, yeah, yeah just, just get ready for your speed dating questions. All right, uh, all right. Lightning round. Okay, 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 okay. Like, I mean, we say that they end up with four hour kind of answers. Okay, sometimes. We'll see. I don't all care. Right. You take as take as long as you want, or as quick as you want. Okay. All right, all right. Fire it off the uh, the first uh, dating question, Chesh. Oh my goodness! I knew you would come to me. Oh, you uh, love asking it. Pick up my phone. I do love asking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know why you need your phone. You know what the question is. Well, what, do, what do we ask every guest? Uh, guest first up uh, as the barometer. Well, the first one as the barometer of the someone's personality, uh, their 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 life aspirations, everything is bottled into one very important uh, question. Jimmy, you've got me to ask this one. What is your stance on pineapple and pizza? Um, I I like pi- I like pineapple. I like pizza. 
I do order a Hawaiian pizza, which is ham mm-hmm. or Canadian bacon to us Americans and pineapple. Hey. Uh, I'm I'm in favor. Yeah, I, nice. I think it's it's important and it's very telling that you realize that ham and Canadian bacon uh, is 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 a thing to say there. I'm I'm much appreciative of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Even if I disagree with your choice of pineapple <laughs> <pizza>. fair. <laughs> No, I'm with you there, Mike. It's a it's a good time. It's 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 got a little bit of a tropical zing, uh, you know. As long as as long as sometimes the pineapple burns the mouth a little bit, that's that's there fine. But maybe you're just a bit too eager to eat the pizza. But whatever, it's it's just a good time generally. So red hot volcano pineapple, gross. Exactly. Chuck some prawns on there and have a very very you know uh, <laughs> great time beside the pool. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next one was. What's your pet card? I, uh, I haven't asked you much about your your play style or like what you're into, like what you're really into for uh, for for what you include in decks, that kind of thing. But um, the pet card naturally doesn't have to be the best. Uh, sure, almost it's your excuse to play it. But uh, yeah, do you have one or many? I, I have uh, uh, one that I, that I I try to sneak in. Um, uh, no, I have two. I'd say I have two. So I tend to play green based decks. Um, yep, because they're fair. Right, like yes. there's a sneakiness. Like I'm bringing out lands. You gonna stop me? Yes or no? Like there's no like <laughs> nuance. I don't. I don't play morph or mega morph or super mega morph. None of that stuff. The um, sneakiness is plus three, plus no, three. Right? No, no, I play green. Um, <laughs> no, but no white counter spells. No, so uh. you know I'll play a green, white, green, black, um, things of that sort in my commander decks. Very rarely blue. Um, but uh, if I am gonna play blue, it's green blue. Um, mm. But I have a mono green deck, and uh, I play uh, Malira, and I play it with Woodfall Primus. Okay. Oh yeah, that is a good tree. And you 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 sacrifice Woodfall Primus, persist trigger comes back into play. Doesn't come in with the persist negative one negative one because of Malira. <laughs> so it's 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 the redheaded girl and her, and her and her friend, you know. And, uh, you know, you do it again and again and again, and, and it, you know, you can either make a bunch of mana or mill a bunch or you blow up their lands or whatever. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's the least deceptive combo. Like, you see it and you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen here. Like, the whole game is, I know it's coming. Yeah. And I play games that have this, like, sense of dread to them, where it's like, I know this combo can go off at any time. I play, in, I play it in fact when you could play in fact in modern to know this sense of dread. Like, if I let up for a second, I'm going to get hit for eight poison and I just die. Like that's the, the the type of games I like to play when I played with Grawl, uh, uh, Blood Rush, that all of a sudden it was like boom 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 boom. Mm. I just hit for seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's what I love to do, and and people know it's coming, and they either have to stop it or they can't stop it, and I find love that really enjoyable to me. So one of my pet cards I often play is is Night Soil. Um, oh yeah yeah. And, and and before it got reprinted, nobody knew about this card. Um, mm-hmm. And I like playing it because it, it got rid of problematic things in people's graveyards. You know, stop that mm. attack. But it often gave me a constant, like, blocker or sacrifice outlet because I often had to, like, sacrifice a creature again and again and again in case I didn't have Woodpuff Primus. So it then green green helps with devotion. Uh, enchantment, harder to get rid of. So it works in uh, Pillow Fort decks. I've got a green white Pillow Fort. Um, it, it just did everything. It made tokens, and I worked in token builds. So it did everything I wanted to do. That was the number one card that I often played. Um, and then after that, it's like Constant Mists, which makes people really respect Fog. Because otherwise, people do not oh, respect yeah. Fog in Commander. They really don't. 
Yeah, the constant yeah. mist really makes you respect how strong a fog can be when people aren't attacking you. Because that's when you yeah. get into politics. It's when you use Maze of Ith on someone else attacking someone else. That <laughs> feel of that guy's got a fog and he can mess with any of us at any moment. I'm going to alpha strike and I have to worry about the person on my left, even though I'm attacking two other people. So those are the, those are the two that I that I always try to sneak away in because I, I found they they fit how I play. I, I love that that point about constant mist. It's about it's as much about the first time you fire it off to go, hey, hey, this is here. Yeah, what you going to do about it's it? Like, and, and you it's have the whole... you have the maze of it, and everyone's like, ha ha ha, you got to attack with more than one creature. But exactly. constant mist, it's like. All right, you got an is it, it deck? It is constant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, 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 totally. I, I love the fact that I know, I know some people uh, can get a bit like, oh, game's ruined now. Can't do anything. It's like, no. There's ways. Like, There's I always ways. It, There's always ways. Every, everything, exactly. And I think everything's got a, uh, you know, like a way to look at it alternatively. I, I kind of, I love the challenge it kind of represents then in a, you know, warranted fair game. No one's trying to deceive or anything. It's right. a fair card uh, where it, it makes that mini game where you're like, well, guess what? The whole dynamics of the game have shifted in a pretty delightful way, actually, because we're going to probably have to try and do this without combat damage uh, or find a way to kind of, I don't know, I don't know if you can hand disrupt or whatever. Like, it's just it's just such an interesting dynamic. It throws or counter to the game it, right? You're, you're going to counter a fog? Yeah. Like, what? And Who does that? It. Yeah, baited in that kind of thing. Like, yep. I, I just, I, I think that's that's the stuff that makes the game interesting. Yep. Um, you know, if if you didn't have moments of panic where you actually felt futile, what'd be the point? It's like Dark Souls. Like, I want to be, you know, the best moment of my life in Dark Souls was getting cursed and feeling like my game save was dead. Like, uh, I thought I could never get out of the bottom of the the pit, and I did. And it's like, wow, that's what made it. You know, <laughs> right, 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 totally. So good, so good. Um, no, I love that a lot. Uh, next one was... Uh, you got there, Shush. I see you, Kirsten. I do. Fire uh, who would you most like to have dinner or drink with, dead or alive, real or fictional? Um, I, I'm going to go close to home on this because it, it, it's easy to say I want to meet with someone forever back, but, you know, can I ever mm-hmm. communicate with them? Can I actually, like, have Fair. a dialogue, right? Like, there's there's issues with that, right? Um, I I've actually have no... Uh, living grandparents and I never met um, mm. three out of my four. I never met any on my mother's side at all. And I would love to just have, cause it's far enough back that it's, that, it, that it, you don't know what, what would it be. But at the same time, it's close enough that you learn about, I want to learn something about myself rather than like, I'm going to learn the art of war. Like, no, 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 no. It's going to be too, yeah, yeah. too long. Whereas like a, like a grandparent, fills in information that is missing that they didn't write down and they weren't that far back like three generations mm-hmm. back didn't write down anything um mm. so that's that I, I would love to actually sit down and have like a beverage with one of my mother's uh, uh grandparents um that has ties to uh to, to southern ireland uh to cork we saw a pub over there apparently um, oh, cool. and, and really just get to see like, do I have uh, similar interests, likes, anything of the sort that we could have a chat with, I think would be quite enjoyable. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, there's something to be said there about the, um, you know, a lot of the times we just don't get the time at all. Or if, if it is, it's fleeting with, you know, some of our, uh, kind of elder relations and, and that kind of thing. And it's like, well, like there's so much regret that goes into that. Like I kind of just wish I had the chance to ask them for a story, you know, and, and because it does take warranted many years for the average person to kind of actually 
develop the, you know, restraint to sit there and go, oh, I'm actually interested in just listening to people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, 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 and paying, you know, uh, paying them attention and like taking them seriously, that kind of thing too. And, and like say like forming that narrative of yourself to go, well, what is happiness and what is, what is life and, and what was your experiences? And that's so, so fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to say artists because once you meet your heroes, you find out what they actually are like, <laughs> like you find, you find out Picasso actually was kind of a terrible person. Like, oh, you know, yeah. you know, oh, those yeah. sort of things of like, you know, I don't, I don't want to go is essentially be like, you know, out of his mind and, uh, suffering from incredibly bad almost completely crippling depression yeah right like like i don't want to be with that be with that those pieces so uh, yeah oh uh, yeah exactly um yeah usually it's got to come from a place doesn't it right like it's uh it's like there's either oh you're an everyday person or you're something i just can't relate to whatsoever right, i just right. you're on another wavelength absolutely sure. i love it um next one was What's your video game hall of fame? Where where do those influences lie, if if at all? Do, do, do I do I get a, do I get a maximum five. number? Do I get one? Do I get two? Like what's oh, the deal? No, go. Uh, however many you uh, you feel like, kind of giving uh, giving some some credence to. Oh, it's the art games, right? It's the it's it's the art games when you when you feel, um, you know the yes, hundred percent the symphony of the night when the map flips upside down and you realize you're halfway through the game. It's yep. it's playing yep. it's playing Journey for the first time with, with all the lights out. It's it's and crying a little, a like, little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, yeah. it's Bioshock and, and playing through the first time and finding oh. out the real story. It's 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 Shadow of the Colossus when one of them flies over the top of you, which you just no game had really given that immersion <sighs> at the time, and it and it almost like shook the room. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I felt a similar thing with Breath of the Wild recently when, like, something opened up and I realized the scale of this, like, yeah, overwhelming yeah. scale of, of the game. Um, those, are the, those I, I think those, like, five sort of things are really memorable moments that I uh, uh, w- would find as an influence of, like, this immersive uh, experience and, and that makes a game mm-hmm. into, like, a cultural, like, phenomenon that's closer to art uh, in a museum experience. Um, and, th- oh, and that's, I love that, that so much. Yeah. So, I mean, I have threads that like uh, entertain that and continue in my life, of course. And those would be the games that would. Yeah. The ones that give you like that, that little tingle of ASMR, you're like, Oh, uh, and there's, there's a bit of a theme there too. The one I, I love that one you brought, uh, you, you touched on, it's like, I am small, you know, and it's, yeah. that's, that's such a powerful sensation. The one that automatically came to mind when you said shadow of the Colossus and breath of the wild. Have you played Subnautica? I have not played Subnautica. It's on my list. I think you'll absolutely, and that that's totally a. I mean, a, hmm, lights out. I was gonna say, yeah, just do it. Lights out. It's fine. It's like, hmm, didn't think it was gonna be a horror game. Yeah, because it's it's, <laughs> but, a, it's the survival <laughs> game, right? You're supposed to get out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this I've watched a few great docos on it, like the design of it, and it's really quite incredible. It's got that Shadow's got that a little bit too, and it's that those quiet moments. I think they're really special. But there's an aspect of this world that goes, it doesn't give a shit about you in a great way it will go on without you um and there's a there's a moment um which again some of those moments you touched on were were the ones that you almost like a little bit jealous of people get to experience for the first time and you're like oh i just want to watch you <laughs> yeah, like, no I, I, um, that's what i did with with bioshock on the on the switch yeah. i wait I, I always knew that there was something about it and it finally came out yeah, and for whatever yeah. reason i finally made time for it and then I engaged the, the Reddit. Then I engaged all these other pieces. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy that it wasn't spoiled for me. 
Oh, and then, yeah, and how, how on earth do you navigate that and not have something like that? It's so, so huge and that it's affected so many people and spoiled right. for you, you know, uh, this Spoiler day and age, so well, well done. <laughs> oh, that is that is a uh, would you kindly moment. That's, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, the subnautical one, it's you you see a massive, like basically a whale-sized beast for the first time and you feel so incredibly helpless. But there's one when it's just like, this is a peaceful creature and you're like oh yeah <laughs> and you're just like i you just completely flip out you're like i am in this ocean it it it, it touches on this idea too that I th- i'm pretty sure all humans are mortified of the deep um you know universally too so yeah uh, it's an experience but yeah um i think you've compelled me as well i need to go back to breath of the wild because i'm only like halfway through and it's uh gonna be right mode i guess but um when you kind of like find those rhythms you're like oh I'm a small person in this uh, this massive, massive uh, kind of land. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. I also felt that's the uh, that's the most Ghibli game of all time too. Oh, oh you agreed. This. Agreed, yeah. Right. So, so good. Um, yeah, nice one. Nice one. Uh, you got the next one, Shish? That is, that is the question, isn't it? It's always the question. Oh, I'm just giving you your time, <clears throat> man. Are you getting your quota in? Like, exactly. Exactly. Uh, recommend us an album. An album like like music, yeah, like music. Like the music. Oh, it, uh, no, like your Pokemon Tarzos. Uh, 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 no one had Tarzos. Chesh only. So what would be a good? Uh, uh, it has to be two thousand one's album, seminal uh, album by uh, Daft Punk, Discovery, top to bottom. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. Every, every every song on the thing, you play it right through. It's it, it's shockingly amazing how good it is for two thousand one. Like, it really yeah. came out of left field, how good it is. And then you watch, there's an anime that goes along with it. Like, what? Like, ain't nobody on this level. Um, See, here's oh, the thing. I never saw that. And here's why you're right. Oh. Out of all of the EDM dance stuff, whatever you want to call it, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand that stuff. Why? However, however, <laughs> that album I is yeah. amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I completely separate that from EDM dance stuff, you know, in a way. But it's that's the beauty of music. You can kind of I'm just you, looping you can call it whatever all that want. stuff in together. I'm just what like say? it's, Fren- it's Fren- all dance music. To French me. house, post disco. I mean, genres are funny, right? It, like, it, experimental noise. That's <laughs> yeah. what we used to call it back in the day. Yeah, it was just all electronica back then. But it was like this is different. It's all seventies. All seventies music, right? And seventies music had fallen yes. so out of favor. And so mm. not visible anymore, and except for like a few like black bands that would play like um, Earth, Wind, and Fire things of that sort. But like yep. most disco was not seen at that time. Um, mm. We were also getting out of one mini recession in two thousand one, two thousand two thousand one, and that's true. It re- it really just you're like, oh, this is cool. You know, yeah, it's got a couple singles, ha ha ha. That's great. And then you watch the anime mm. for it, and you're like, wow. Oh, this, this is, is a concept a, album. This is <laughs> so much depth to this. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. No. How conceptual they are too. Like, yeah, those those kind of blending of science fiction and like it's it's mm-hmm. yeah, Inc- like consistently incredible. Um, I was just looking. I was just I was trying to see how many um, like guest musicians and, and artists they had on that one because I couldn't remember how many, but not as many because like of course uh, a bit after they had what was the other one? Uh, Random access. Random access. Yeah, they had a ton of them. That's yeah. so many. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's super cool, like the whole Georgia and Rota thing too. Yeah. So it yeah. shows how much they're they're into their their seventies, eighties like disco. Mm-hmm. Um, super, super cool. That is a that's a solid choice, Mike. I love it. I love yeah. it. 
Have you ever been, I have to ask you this too, uh, have you ever been inspired by um, album artwork or anything for anything you'd love to see, you know, potentially for an al- for a magic card, uh, like I know I, I have been for many things? Oh, that's a hard question. That is a really difficult question. Because um, nobody, looks, be nobody that... looks at albums anymore. That's the big thing. Um, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I collect a bit of vinyl, so it's like you have the you have the big canvases, but like, could you do the exercise like we said with the with the little frame? You know, just like look at your albums. Like, oh, that works for a basic mountain. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, no, you're absolutely right. What would be? Oh boy, you know, no, no, you do. Yeah, we do have this. I like this idea of like that vintage modern look. Like, uh, I don't know if you would listen to the pro- look at some of the stuff Proxy Guy does with his like original Alpha remix, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. things. I think some of those like albums of like like the monkeys and the and the the wig bands and and the things in the seventies that I think mm. there's this ability where um, cosplayers are now playing with like average age uh, or average workout Liliana and she's working out ha 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 you know? and they like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they yeah. put her in like these normal everyday happenstance things. Um, and I, I like that idea to like as a throwback. It's like an album from 1972. Looks like Pet Sounds, mm. but they're Planeswalkers. And so it'd be like yeah, this yeah. weird remix secret layer. And I think there's something to that that cosplayers added a bunch of years ago that wizards will re-engage with like given Gideon like 1970s hair. You know, like that mm. piece of, of that like timeless older album I think would be very, very cool. I love that idea. You can pull, you can rip something out of its original context and put it into a different context, but still have the same, yeah, theory or, or whatever going on in a in a great way. Whether it's like, I, I guess you think of like a Romeo and Juliet in the modern sense. That's one of the big ones that kind of did it. The one I was also thinking, um, Color Out of Space, the movie uh, Elijah Wood produced it and Nicolas Cage, yep. and it's like a Lovecraft a Lovecraft story, but modern day. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you can you can rip out all the the kind of the structure of it and go, what does it look like with a modern vignette? And like I love that. Yeah, that's this. It's infinite, right? Like there's so many cool things you could do there. But the, uh, as the game gets into this 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 re this branded characters a mega brand Netflix show movies whatever we're gonna see those like remixes more often I, I that's probably mm. what I'd go to not anything current or contemporary it would look back to nostalgia because um, that's the one yeah. thing it hasn't yeah. been seen in exactly exactly what about uh, yeah yeah Miami Vice Gideon or something like that exactly like, <laughs> yeah like the, the Don Johnson <laughs> totally the vaporwave sort of thing where they, which they play with a little bit with Kamigawa you know I yeah, think it'd be yeah. a cool like Akira mashup uh to the characters of current kamigawa like that's such an easy like integration yep, yep. In. totally totally and it, yeah just so so super evocative and um would would be a slam dunk absolutely love it uh oh chess you've got an absolute hammer of a question <laughs> it's lined up <laughs> <laughs> a favorite magic art favorite magic art um i like how you say favorite because favorite's not uh Best uh, or, or anything, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, so objective or it's subjective. What it's literally you, what is it, what is what is my uh, favorite <laughs> Robert Fine fan. Um, no, no, my my favorite is the 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 one that changed my my uh, perspective, and that's uh, mm-hmm. a cartographer. That was the before and after. It's not I'm even not my first thing that drew me into the game. That wasn't even it. It's. The one that changed my trajectory instead of this being a game and I play with my buddies, ha 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 ha, Friday Night Magic, instead of like 
I need to do something that no one is doing mm. and I'm going to wait for someone to do this and then I'll take part in it. And then I wait 10 years and say, why the hell don't we have an art show? Why isn't there an art mm. book? What the hell are we doing? And obviously they made like world guides and whatever, but they're not quite art books. But that art changed what I expected. I'm like, all right, this is a Latino woman. The art is going way too hard on a common. Like, what the heck are we even doing here? <laughs> it's the best way to put it. It is like, yeah, it's just thrown all, like, it, it's going all in on this one. Like, yeah, yeah, there's just no reason to go that hard on that. That's just, that's just dumb. Like, why would you waste your time on a not rare? But that changed the perspective. I'm like, okay, you take this out of context. If you're a, if you're a Latina woman and you mm. see this art and you're like, I'm in the game. I see myself. Badass art in context, in fantasy, I have a place here at a high quality technical level. Um, and that's often uh, cited as one of the top five magic arts ever. Mm. That, it, that Because it is that such a weird, unique, before its time piece. Because the card came, and it was a reprint even. It was a reprinted card. Yeah, yeah. So that, the, the that, Jeff, that is my uh, favorite work. It's one I don't own and, and, and uh, one day I want to own. But I know, I, I know who uh, – I have some leads in where it is and it's not moving anytime <laughs> soon. So I love it. Um, the, the whole – the green grading on it is something that really sticks out to me too. It's like something very appealing. I'm a, I mean, it's one of my favorite colors. But it's like – I think the thing that gets you, you could almost argue it's a uh, – this is us and magic, right? Like this is the, – the cards are swirling around us and kind of opening us up to these worlds that are way beyond just the map she's drawing. Like it's like this – it's becoming big and surreal. And yeah. there's almost the, – the maps turn into waves. And I love that. Like in – this character is like in a sea of kind of worlds um that it's like wow it's kind of almost overwhelming but kind of scary and amazing like it's immersive it's immersive she's getting all the land so what do you want it's great what yeah exactly what an an amazing uh choice i love it and uh creature type townsfolk always love a townsfolk (laughs) 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 summon townsfolk it's uh it's better than summon uncle istvan but uh no good i I, I love it it's um do you have any i mean on this because i mean you're the you're the art guy uh any any objectively like that's the thing. There's no bad art, but like objectively what people would call like, well, they'll never get painted again or like, you know, made again, or just like what people see is silly art, even like that you have a real soft spot for. Um, I, I'm not going to talk about like not technically done well works. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's yeah. just, that's put that's punching down. Um, and you know, people often it's there, there's reasons like I ran out of time. There was 15 changes. They changed the card and then they maybe changed the art. Like there's actual rationale for why things go sideways. Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah. That's just stories don't always give out. Get out. Um, no, my one that I would say that it, that is sh- shocking still today. Um, and that is <laughs> a card from uh, one of the Ravnica blocks. It's uh, uh, the middle set, Guild Pack. And it's a white mm-hmm. card. 1-1 one, one, Spirit. Uncommon. Right. Uh, um, it's one of the Rusalkas, uh, uh, martyred Rusalka. Okay, so it's the white card, right? White one one, whatever. You might might play it in draft, probably not though, because you generally don't play one ones. You play just bears, right? But you know, it sacks and it, it says a target creature can attack this turn. That can that can help you out. But the art is so horrific. The more <laughs> you look at it, the older you become. That. They can never go this hard again. 
they even tried to touch on this and they got shot down mm. um, pretty hard. And that's uh, uh, the Blessed Spirits, you know? Um, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, totally, the, totally. The, the, the two dead children, right? Um, and they got a hell of a lot of pushback on this. But the Martyr Rusalka, yeah. it was before we had like a hive mind. It's before like social media. It was before Twitter. Uh, Twitter came out in 2007 or 2008. Um, and this was right before that. And you just the, don't get that commentary, yeah. Yeah, so you don't have that. I mean, we had the forums and things, but it wasn't public. Uh, not really. Mm. So, like, this art is one that I, uh, it's a, it is original painting, too. But it it looks like magic, but it it, it looks like something out of 1994 in a later set, which is weird. But it's also mm. just horrific. It's like it's a child. It deals with Rakdos even in the, in the, in the story. And you're like, wow, this is terrible. And, as, and if you become an adult and you're a parent and you have children, we don't have children, but for those that do, this, like, Ooh, this is like the worst nightmare, the the most horrific yeah. thing. And this is something that this towed over the line. And Blessed yeah, Spirits yeah. tried to touch it and they got backlash. And that one's not that one's very artfully done. Mm. So they couldn't even get close to the line years later. So that's the one that really sticks out to me. And that, you know, the art story behind this, you could put this in an exhibition and then you talk about it. Mm. about what that actually means on Ravnica and actually how horrific it would be to live there. Kind of like it, how they it, talk about a, uh, Warhammer 40K where they're like, no, 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 this is this is satire. This place is bad. You shouldn't like this place. You know, they had to like come <laughs> out with that statement recently. And I think Ravnica would have to be similar of like, yeah, there's these guilds, ha, 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 ha. But if you're not in a guild, it's literally terrible for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, and it's like you, you, you can see, you can see Rakdos like, oh look, it's the Circus Guild, they're having a fun time, but like that just paints it in such a uh, like, whoa, this is what it's like uh, on the ground floor, like you know, day in a life type stuff. You're like, wow, <laughs> it, it really <laughs> it is grim. It really, it, it really is. It, it's bleak. It's incredibly bleak. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, it's that's that's a fascinating one. And again, it's like explore the comments, uncomments, um, because. There's, there's, there's so many stories that you're like, oh, this, this paints further context, whatever, of course. And um, one, an exercise that makes you think of an exercise I actually enjoy uh, in a time when you can kind of just mash through as many booster packs as you want. And there's just so much product. That's great. That's great and all. But any set, whatever, grab a booster pack. And, um, you know, I, I love to just slow down, just open the thing, read each flavor text, look at the card, look look at the art and just go, oh, take me there. Did what I inspire you for you know? this? Like, what was the last time you did that for Crave's sake? You got to no, do it. it. I've literally done you it. You got to do it. The reason, I tell you why I did it too, because uh, this actually, I think it started early pandemic and it was like, I had a couple of booster boxes around that I was looking forward to drafting with my buddies. And it's like, yeah, sweet. Awesome. Uh, it's like, nah, it's like looking less likely or whatever. And I was like, I could just rip this right now because I'm feeling a bit sad today. It's like, no, I'll advent calendar this. I'll do one. A day. Oh yeah. And yeah, to yeah. like really draw out that whole thing. It's like, you know what? Don't really care how much it's nice and gravy. If I get a great rare, or whatever, um, for, for a commander deck, but it's like, Oh, I'm just going to enjoy the kind of like the slow roll of, each card and and again it's that strong belief that it's like i think most cards can find a home if you really like them and uh you know it's the as i said coach davy i'll say about him again but he always inspires me with that he got a lot of flack for playing wanderer's twig and he's like it's a twig it's awesome man like it's just, yeah. you gotta play a twig it's fantastic like it's it just it means a lot to me etc so like every card has a home and then like yeah just Every, every every piece of art was done by an artist. Um, everyone was given a brief 
is your interpretation uh and 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 what kind of what is it adding to the world and the story and like yeah that's why i mean that's why i play right like <laughs> to look at those cards and, and and that world that kind of thing and then uh of course the friends we made along the way is uh is, is pretty amazing and unexpected yeah. and that happens too so yeah love it um next one recommend us a movie mike recommend a movie okay uh and hopefully not the hunger. No, the, the hunger. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a David Bowie movie. It is. Yeah, oh, yep, yep. But it, it's extremely arty, which is the reason why I wanted to just chuck in that little art-inspired joke. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yep. I gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I'd say something that that you don't want to watch a hundred times, and and something like Tron Legacy. Uh, Tron Legacy, <laughs> sure. Uh, I did Hell see yeah. it. I saw, I saw it in the theater. It's fine. Um, I, I watch it every year. It uh, No, I would say something that uh, uh, like a like a Goodfellas, right, that that yeah. didn't win the movie of the year, the Oscar. It took second, which is so bizarre. But mm. people skip it to watch The Godfather, right? Mm. Or they skip it to watch The, uh, the Departed. And – it's phenomenally done. It's a it's a longer movie. It's not quite like Godfather long, but it never got uh, uh, the respect that it should. And yet, yeah. it is incredibly nuanced. the 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 emotional drive of people changing it and your family turning on you is is captivating to me. Um, mm. And you know, maybe people may only watch it one time ever, and it's you know very adult, but it is. It is the one of the closest portrayals of what like crime is at that time in in, in movie making, um, mm. and I absolutely recommend someone to watch it once um, to see it and, and to see really 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 great character development. Yeah, hard to agree. It's it's like the mythic uncommon uh, that people look over versus the uh, you know the actual like rare or something. They're like, well, yeah, you could argue actually the mythic uncommon is more effective, you know, than the one that everyone says objective, you need to watch this one or whatever. No, I love it. Some Scorsese uh, uh, kind of action. Scorsese, all right, Scorsese. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Good answer, good answer. Um, oh, yeah, it reminds me of Shutter Island. Oh, yeah. I was just looking up the Scorsese. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, Shutter Island, great. Casino too. Uh, so, uh, next one was, we're almost getting there. Oh, this one. Got that one there, Chish? Uh-huh. Do you want do you want me to ask it? Yeah, of I can ask. I'm it. giving you two in a row. <laughs> <clears throat> what is your favorite Pokemon? Uh Bulbasaur all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Fine ripping, looking cute. Hey, it's a dinosaur plant. with a plant. It's got photosynthesis dinosaur. Helps like that's sweet. Oh yeah. Probably like transfers carbon dioxide into oxygen through its like, you know, plant pod. Bit of no, solar I, solar what's it, solar beam? That was a word. Solar beam. Solar I like beam. everything I like everything about the design, the cleverness of it, and I like the modern retail because normally people go on to the different um next stages, right? Like the next the next mm-hmm. world, the next mm-hmm. group of people, whatever. But there's something about Bulbasaur getting new uh, versions. Where instead of the plant on the back, it would be like an autumn scene or a winter plant, right? So it has mm. this like 
remixability to be remade fresh. And I don't know if either of you follow RJ Palmer uh, no. on on Twitter. Uh, he's a, a an artist, um, and he worked on concept art for the uh, Pikachu movie. Uh, Detective Pikachu is is his oh, tag yeah, is, I've is seen some of this. Yeah, his thing is uh, at Arvalis, and he just wonder delightful yeah. fellow. Um, not really not into NFTs. He's really really not into NFTs. Uh, <laughs> but he does these like realistic Pokemon, and yeah, he does yeah. like remixes of them. Um, and some of his work on like Bulbasaur has just been oh, really inspiring. You know, to see how yeah. he. Because it's such a weird thing. It's like, how do you have a plant on a creature? Like, that doesn't work. But he found some really interesting ways to do that. Um, but yeah, Bulbasaur, always my boy. It's 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 that whole, like, it's delving more into that word of almost dangerous and real. A bit like, uh, I'm, I'm not up to date with what the Pokemon games are doing, but isn't the latest game, it's like, oh yeah, you can get hurt by the Pokemon. Yeah, um, yeah, the new, the new one that's like Breath of the Wild or whatever. It's just like, yeah, a bit of that subnautic action. You're like, ah, oh, I'm not necessarily welcome here, <laughs> you know? Like, um, But yeah, some of that uh, RJ Palmer, the, the, I'm looking at the Evolution series, and it's like, oh, these are just, like, terrifying. Like, not terrifying, but, like, pretty dangerous-looking spiky gecko things. Uh, almost like Stegosaurus, kind of. No, that's a di- different dinosaur, but you, you get the point. I get that, I get you. Because uh, as, as cute as, like, Bulbasaur goes from looking like a, a cute wombat with a plant on the back to, yeah, like, like yeah. <laughs> Could uh, could totally be that, um, yeah. Oh, that's I love it, and and that's that's such a cool. Uh, everyone goes, oh, I wish I could w- live in a world with Pokemon. You're like, ah, that'd be pretty gnarly. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a plant in your cool. house that walks around. Like, how weird is that? Like, that's the it's supposed to be weird as crap. And I like that. <laughs> I, the a favorite one is like how Blastoise is depicted. It's like, all right, uh, how do you how are you gonna depict a uh, a big old turtle thing with cannons? And it's that. actually pretty like pretty well done because it's like this is like a a part of the you know this massive turtle thing's about, uh, like anatomy in a way that actually like seems kind of plausible. It's great, right? Right. Wild. Uh, last one was in just a few words. What does magic mean to you, Mike? What does magic mean to me? Um, it's an enduring hobby. Yeah. It's an enduring hobby. It's something that has maintained my my focus. Because um, it's, mm. re- it's reinvented what I want to do in life um, from mm. a macro scale. And it's been large enough to be malleable to, to do that. Whereas some things just peter out because there's, there's not enough depth to them. Um, yeah. This does. It, it is an enduring hobby. And I, I'm trying my best to not make it a job or a career um, mm. because then, you know, joy can, can leave, right? Where everything yeah. has to be monetized. Well, it, well, then you lose some of the, the joyfulness of it. Um, enduring hobby. That, that's what I'd go with. Yeah, the essence. And it's like that's the type of message show I'd, I'd, I'd urge anyone kind of to, to really hinge off if they're ever doing, like, I see a lot of people getting into content, so to speak. I kind of hate the word content. Anyway, it's just like, <laughs> I'm just doing a thing. I'm talking to people. But, like, it's just, yeah, like, you, you see people very quickly go, oh, shit, look at my numbers. Oh, and get really upset about it. It's like, it's not about that. Don't look at the results. Like, why are you doing it? Like, you know, it's enjoy the just the vibe of it and, and enjoy, hopefully, as you say, a conduit to for good. And I think that's that's a pretty freaking special thing. Um that you know to identify that and also like go no that's that's they're your firm guidelines on it too for what it means to your life is um is pretty amazing so yeah i needs to say you've done 
a huge amount for I think reminding people what that means and like you know what it is a it is an awesome fantasy art game that like is a platform potentially for who would have thought this could be a platform for you know good in some ways because it absolutely can so yeah huge man yeah ha- ha- happy to be part of it I mean we all play a role right some exactly. people's roles exactly. are bigger some are smaller but everyone plays a role and that's part of that the, the gathering part of it you know Exactly. So, I mean, in the coming years, I'm excited to what you're um, to see what you're doing and and what you've got in store. And I know uh, you're not you're not going to uh, be kind of defeated by anything going on in the world. And it's like, no, we're looking forward to those times and and you know what we can do next. Uh, but you know, we'll be here for uh, if we could ever make something happen in Australia because it'd be huge. Like, that'd be amazing. Well, you know, well what, all- where should it be? Probably Melbourne. <laughs> We're biased. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, I, mean, I don't know. Melbourne's a pretty awesome, uh, you know, city as far as like a place where people care about art. And Melbourne will culture. be cheaper than Sydney. What is? Sure. But, but but the co- but the cost yeah. is of no 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 consequence to me, right? Like we did it in yeah, Japan. Yeah. Like you, you guys don't know, you guys don't understand True. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But like that's it's the piece hard. of like your your country's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Plus, we have really good coffee here. Um, you are you, you you're absolutely right um the country is massive that's why you know when we had things like gps uh, and pro tours oh yeah they were kind of in three main locations and that was it which was sydney melbourne or brisbane mm. um you know more regularly in sydney and melbourne rather than brisbane because brisbane especially during summer is just the worst <laughs> um but yeah just saying yeah, like no, you, yeah, I mean, you, you guys, you guys are to biased to it, of course, right? Like, because you live in one of them. But like, that's a legitimate question because I mean, eight hours was eight, nine hours between ten hours, maybe between for a drive between you two. Uh, what's what's that between Melbourne and Sydney? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, like it's doable. Like that's drivable. Yeah, like oh yeah, ten yeah, hours yeah. or something. You probably get a plane or something, but yeah, exactly. It, yeah, and, and it's exactly. also I'd hop a plane and just fly for two hours. Like that's fine. Or you could spend two days and make it a gorgeous drive. Like it would be. It could yeah, be. Like, like I, that, I guess that's that like post. a ten hours. It's probably not even a hundred dollars, but it's pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, that that's um, good. Yeah, that's good to know that if if, if I had to choose, um, it it would make sense to me that we it'd probably be the midpoint, would it not? Of probably Sydney because Melbourne can get to Sydney, Brisbane can get to Sydney. Yeah, but if flights are everywhere, then it, then it doesn't matter, does it? And, and I mean, as as if we get one GP a year like we used to, that kind of thing, people will move, you know, and and like get up and go. Oh, I'm going to go to Sydney for the weekend, and um, you know, I don't I don't do that as much. I know Chesh has done that a few times, like <laughs> Brisbane or whatever. Like if you you know you got to be there, right? Um, but yeah, I've done that too many times. But by all means, absolutely, and and I think that's it. There, there's 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 an audience that. You know, I'd like to say uh, sometimes they feel like they're not as big as, you know, they are in the world, but like, no, that's significant. And, um, you know, I think it, it would go pretty, pretty well, actually. So we'll find some, uh, we'll, we'll, find some, we'll, we'll find some down under artists and we'll get them to sneak over there. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. So, um, no, excited for the future. So uh, keep doing what you're doing and, and um, yeah, watch this space, everyone, because, uh, yeah, this, you know, it's an exciting world. So, yeah. Uh, Okay, what do we got? Oh, Chesh, we got the entertaining. Haven't done this for a long time. Um, I I was just see, I just got to watch you. Uh, you know, uh, kind of this is a, a section for any non magic media uh, that we're kind of just inspired by, has our attention, whatever, for the last week or two months. Um, but 
over 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 the holiday uh, season, I just got to see Chesh absolutely openly riff on pretty much every movie you watch, which is good. So um, yeah, I already know how you feel about a lot of the stuff I was going to talk about. So uh, yeah, but Mike, absolutely chime in. Anything lately you've been vibing? Um, could be anything, literally books, media, movies, shows uh, that needs a little notice or games, whatever. That um, needs a little yeah. notice. Oh man, biscuits. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, you put me really on the spot on that one. Um, exactly. I don't. I don't often uh, give people well, a look, notice for this one. It, it's fine. While you're thinking, I'll I'll talk about why everyone should be watching what I would consider to be uh, the most sexist, misogynist, based in the '80s, thick moron that is Peacemaker, uh, which is a series by James Gunn, and it is fucking amazing. It is just the best DC anti-hero that you could have. Is it like mega satire? It's it's so it is so mega satire. Yikes! With, without really like putting over that that's what it is. Um, you just but see once by you the start gun, watching, like, like you realize it, it, it's so John Cena plays Peacemaker, mm-hmm. who his his whole calling as a superhero is basically like peace at any cost no matter uh man woman or child peacemaker will kill anyone and everyone to make the world peaceful Mm. (laughs) which in itself says all you need to know yeah it's a massive irony bomb like it's like "Mm." yeah but like john cena is a fucking treasure and if anyone's never seen john cena do comedy stuff I I would absolutely pay to go and see John Cena doing stand up. I really would because John Cena is just that fucking good. Mm. Mm. Um, so that was really good. Eternals, don't waste your time. Uh, it's trash, but don't believe me. Go and watch it anyway. So oh, that yeah, commiserate together. I've heard some people say it's like no, no, they quite enjoyed it. Yeah. So, but then hey, uh, hey, media is art too. Chesh, we yeah, know, exactly, we know this exactly. exactly. We we're um, all we're all biased. And speaking of media is art, uh, I download uh, <clears throat> I, I <laughs> legally, legally obtained a copy of um wayne's world 2 Ayo. because i was having weird i just felt really weird yesterday and i was like i really <laughs> want to watch wayne's world or wayne's world 2 and i was like i remember wayne's world i don't remember it all wayne's world 2 which means it must have been really shit bad so i decided to get a copy so i could watch it and that's what my afternoon's gonna be nice nice uh yeah cool yeah i you notice i didn't touch on uh what was it matrix and i didn't touch on what's the other one because <laughs> matrix oh, was the bad other, ghostbusters the, the, was other great. One you, the, the one you hated uh don't Eternals? look don't look up Ghost- i think i think it was don't look up yeah anyway oh don't don't look up <laughs> don't. yeah because because what i wanted is you know another movie about our current situation that I, hits. yeah so fucking close to home. I saw the grimness. Yeah, there was, there was two a hours of grimness that I just did not fucking need out of a quote unquote <laughs> dark comedy. Hey, Americans! Every time you make a dark comedy, you're not British. You're not from the UK. You're not English. You can't really tell me that your dark comedy is a dark fucking comedy. Come on. They're 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 different flavors. They're different. They don't flavors. understand. Right. Speaking of uh, satires and uh, and and and. And black comedies, that kind of thing. Um, technically, I guess. I've been watching... Have you watched Succession? No. 
that's a uh, that's a time. Uh, it's got uh, it's got Kieran Culkin in it, as in uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Um, it's got Brian. As in, Cox. used to date uh, Emma Stone. Did he? Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, um, very very good, good good show. Uh, when you realise it's a comedy, it's like oh, it's it's got a little bit of like. <laughs> when you realise it's a comedy, you go well. Oh. It's got it's, it's <laughs> but it's it, it's kind of it's very much tinges like quite serious and you're like uh, it's it's got it's like subtle notes, uh, but essentially just massive media conglomerate. So, um, so it's it's kind of like drinking a a a. a, a Whiskey, oh yeah, it's, uh, barrel it's aged rosé. Well, that's a, they make jokes. Notes. They make jokes about those kind of things. But yeah, it's got it's definitely got it's got cigar tin notes for sure. So, yeah. um, but it's it's there's a lot of like just the rich and powerful people in the world, and it's like wow, you're just a, just a dysfunctional family. And then it gets those questions of like, are you really happy? Probably not. <laughs> Who wants this life? You know, um, there's a great moment in the last episode we watched, like this just juxtaposition of this super yacht. And the compass, like this, this, this composition was like, I just wanted to freeze it. Like this, look at this. There's, they're in Venice or whatever. Uh, this super yacht, it's like six stories and it's just overshadowing this tiny little fishing boat of, um, these two old guys in Italy, just like fishing. And it's like, I think they're happy. Like, like these are people on the super yacht are like, meanwhile, kind of sorting out who's going to take the hit for something so insane that the company did years ago uh and someone's going to jail and all this stuff and it's just so grim and it's just like wow why you could just be fishing like it's fine yeah um, also sarah snook is uh australian um and she was yeah. outstanding like she is uh i was talking to kate about it's like wow like it's yeah, i know it's tricky for uh for kind of australian actors actresses to to kind of cut through and, and make it to that kind of level and this is like such a significant role too and she's just She's amazing, like really cool. And nickname her Snooky. A bit of a fashion figure too. So she's, uh, I think she's influenced some really cool stuff. Kate talks about what she does with, um, you know, some of those outfits is is pretty incredible. From like a a cool uh, power woman corporate uh, sense, like, and she is a just a boss. Like she's a fan. Like it's such a powerful character. Really, really cool. But yeah, essentially, I think I'm pretty sure there's tones of like Murdoch media a little bit as far as like what it's kind of pointing at, like, you know, uh, and, and all this stuff in it, but it's, it, it all rolls up into one of the most like captivating shows I've watched in a very long time. And I did not think I would be interested whatsoever. I don't usually this stuff. I'm like, no, nah, I want to be transported to like a fantasy world. I don't really want to like, uh, stare down the cold hard reality of like you know the way the world works with like powerful companies basically just influencing things and um you know but it's it, it, you laugh you're kind of you're shocked it's 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 powerful stuff so yeah highly recommend it uh, yeah. yeah exactly uh yeah mike i, I, you, I honestly i've been enough. getting into com- <laughs> i've been getting into comics for the first in my time in my life Sweet. literally literally the first time what in my get- life what are you hitting um, up? What are you hitting up? Uh, I, I'm trying to go through the hits. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I passively watch Marvel movies just to stay up to date because, you know, I live in the art realm, so I need to catch references. Um, so mm. I had to, like, I watch. <laughs> I that reference. Yeah, I get that. So I had to go through, like, all the Studio Ghibli movies because I hadn't seen them. And so in the last, like, year, I've just been, like, pounding them out. And, like, Studio Ghibli movies, anime comic books we just didn't oh. have those growing up in rural where i grew up we didn't have a comic book shop so yeah. i'm missing things that i that i'm now like overcompensating to learn about so 
finding out about that, uh, I have a comic subscription, first time in my life, for this magic comic. You know, just learning about the, the nuance of going to a comic book shop and be like, oh, well, check my bin for me. Like, I know yeah, that's such like, yeah, a yeah, fundamental, yeah. like, ridiculous thing you learn when you're 12 years old, but I didn't have that, right? So, yeah, like, getting yeah. used to that, and then I'm like, I remember my brother read The Nightfall uh, series with, with, for Batman, you know? I wonder, I wonder if they have that. And they're like, yeah, we have tons of them. What else do you want? And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, you know, and, and I've been trying to find, like, get deep cuts into, like, graphic novels that get referenced. Like, obviously, you got to read Watchmen. you got to read Mouse. you got to read all the, like, the must-dos, right? Can, mm-hmm. I, can I make a suggestion for Sure. Um, uh, 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 oh, yeah, it's gone. One second. Let me go and pull it off my shelf. Right. So, I mean, I've been looking at the weird stuff, like the gritty Flintstones reboot. Um, yeah, yeah. I, just, just things of that sort that are, that are pop culture, but they're not visible, Big Bang Theory terrible, just Marvel, right? Like, you, you know what I mean? So I, I want to find those sort of pieces that, like, I know Bone is influential, but I don't know how influential it is. So that's what I'm working with, like a comic book strip owner, like it, like I'm a like a Padawan or something. Like need to learn from mm. the master. Um, and the Magic Comics is really what drove me to do that. And we have a comic mm. book shop very close to me in, in South Minneapolis. Here, it's I don't know, less than a mile. I can walk there. So like that's really been like this this this, this mode of discovery for me because I know art, but uh, narrative art and sequential yeah. art. Is part of it too, but it's 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 in a different space, and it's not in museums as often. It's more in gallery work. So finding mm. out about that and learning about how APs work and finding about original art with comics and things that's been really, really fun. It's been a great time of discovery for me. Yeah, there's nothing quite like entering a new space like that, and and to always be like, hey, I could let's it's it's you know kind of cathartic, like finding a new thing to be a bit of a student in, and like oh, we're we're going down the rabbit hole. But I love that point about the comic book store too because it's. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of what I kind of miss. Yeah, I'm a fossil, but the video store. Yeah, yeah. I miss the discussion with the person and like having to talk about. It. Like, I choose five movies for that week, and that's what we talk about. Like, and I enjoy actually. I'd use my lunch break basically. I'd be there almost an hour, just like picking weird stuff that's like dusty from the art house bit or something. And like, I just love that. Like, it's 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 a special thing, and it's uh, the comic book shop wouldn't necessarily be the same if you didn't have the person to talk to or the the kind of culture around it you know like and it, people say that magic too the the, the lgs and, and everything like that exactly yeah no what totally, was totally. what was the name of your video what was like the your your video shop what was the name of it oh so we had i mean everyone knows blockbuster we had blockbusters <laughs> but, but we had another chain called video easy and that was one of my favorites video easy we, that's a good name video easy and yeah. then we we had a few independent chains as well that were, were pretty cool and and some of them warranted held on God, till like 2016, I want to say even. Like uh, mm-hmm. some of them are still around Melbourne um, because Melbourne is, you know, every, every Melbourneian is super biased. And they're like, we're so cultured. We love all that stuff. Um, I do have one where I used to work in Richmond, uh, Cheshire. I don't know if you know this one, um, on Swan Street. There's still a video store there uh, and they sell. And I talked to the guy a bit actually, um, or I used to when I'd go in there because um, yeah, he started stocking a ton of records and stuff. And he's like, this is the type of stuff that makes this all possible. And he goes, mm. but we still have a lot of people come in. And he's like, they're like, oh, 
Australian movie from 1992, blah, 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 you know, this actor. And he's like, I've got it up there. And like the, the, the kind of the locals, uh, and he still, he still has a bunch of people that kind of, you know, and not necessarily older people. I like, it's not just people like, Oh, I still got my VCR. He has a lot of VHS and people love it, but it's still, you know, young people too are getting like, oh no, I would just like love watching DVDs almost as like a anti, you know, <laughs> like too much choice in a way. So you've got your streaming services and you end up with decision paralysis. Whereas like there's something about having a physical copy and like, I'm watching this, I'm committing. Like that's it. So Right, right. Yeah. Video, video like, stores. Yeah. We didn't have Blockbuster. My hometown, our name of a video store. Video rentals. I shit you not. Like it was just called video <laughs> rentals. That was the name of it. Just, just, it is what it is. Video rentals. Where you, where, and you said it fast too as a local. Like where are you going? Video rentals. Like it's almost like Rentals. one word with no space. So they made t-shirts and it was like a black t-shirt. It's just trips and video rentals. And then like the address. And I've been wanting to get it because it's just so ridiculous. The call yeah, yeah. a video rental store. Video rentals. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, all right, so my recommendation: Batman: The Killing Joke. Killing Joke. I've heard. I I, I know the turn yep. already. Um, but yes, I, yeah. I have heard that I do need to read yeah. it. I need Alan to read Moore. it. I need to read yeah. it. You absolutely do. Um, and uh, Batman: A Death in the Family. Okay. Okay. Death in the Family. So a, a Death in the Family is where Robin gets killed at the hand of hands of the Joker, but it has a really interesting backstory as to how that actually came about in the first place. Um, and that is because uh, it's it's um, Todd. Oh, what was Todd's last name? Todd Lockwood. Jesus, Red Hood. No, no, no. Yeah, it's an actual comic. Todd. Todd. One second. Jason Todd. Yeah. So um, fans didn't like this particular Robin <laughs> at all. <laughs> so DC basically put it up in the comics back in the day in the 80s and was like, you get to decide Robin's fate. And everyone was just like, nah, fucking kill him, mate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's grim as shit. Thumbs down. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Um, but yeah, it's it's brutal, but it, it's it's a good read. I Yeah, I highly recommend it. Wow. Okay, then. Uh, love it, love it. Add it to the uh, list. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a super uh, novice when it comes to comic books, of course, and uh, but fascinated, always fascinated by all the shitty Batman villains. You got a favorite, Chesh? Uh, what villains or comic books? I know, like the shit, the, the shittiest of shitty villains. Like I've gone down a few rabbit holes on the uh, in the, I mean, like, the Batman. I would have like, said, I would have said Polka Dot Man before. Oh yeah, and, before but, fucking. DC brought out Suicide Squad and showed just how awesome Polka Dot Man actually is. <laughs> I, I still think there's uh, that's that's my theory that I think every wacky '60s like weird villain that they're like, oh, it's just got to fill some pages. Like, uh, will can be gritty rebooted into something pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, have we seen Crazy Quilt? Has Crazy Quilt come back? I don't think so. But Crazy Quilt, like, I mean, how cool is Crazy Quilt? Grab it. Like, yeah. awesome. Uh, and Kite Man and and the like. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's a cornucopia yeah, of, of wonderful, like, bad character design. There's a lot it. of really but, but bad ones. But there's... it's awesome at the same time. Like, I love it. Yeah, so. there's so many bad DC ones especially that were essentially retired and forgot about. And then somebody at DC decided to make... A book about I think it was like unfortunate, regrettable supervillains, yep. yep. um, and it has a whole bunch of just like the weirdest shit in it, and it's just like <laughs> what is this garbage? Exactly, exactly. 
go crazy quilt. Uh, I mean, it. when we're talking about bad villains, though, if we if we flip the script and we go over to Marvel, um, I would have said Black Knight, uh, hero slash villain. Uh, currently, a, a hero was like it's basically a sword that gets passed down a family line, and everyone in the family line has been you know an evil piece of shit until uh, a new person takes it up. That we get to see at the end of Eternals for some <laughs> fucked up reason. <laughs> Um, yep. that he's about to take up the uh, the ebony sword and become the Black Knight. Why is everyone uh, saying Jon Snow? Oh, is it Kit, Kit Harrington or something? Yeah. Huh? Why is Kit Harrington associated with this character? He's got to do something. Yeah, I guess Cause, so. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, like I'm not saying there's any. Yeah, Kit Harrington's a cool man. Like it's yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a also, good, it's a good-looking fella. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, wields a black, a black sword pretty well. So yeah, it's also funny. I've I've got on record as over many years as saying that I've never liked Moon Knight because of its portrayal over um uh over certain issues, mm-hmm. uh, which which I don't want to say too much because I don't I've, re- I've read up on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, so you, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know exactly about. what you're talking about. Um, because the portrayals in the comics have obviously been less than good. Problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So, uh, what a surprise that Oscar Isaacs would be uh, Moon Knight. But anyway, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's let's leave it at that. I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, solid, solid comic book chat to uh, to end it off and um, and all inspiring stuff. But uh, check all those things out. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. All right. I think we're going to sign it off. It's uh, it, it was awesome to uh, to kind of just remember we could do this chesh. That was that was yeah, great. Yeah. I I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit like, oh, do I have to do vocal exercises to uh, do this again? But like, no, <laughs> no. That's just my everyday life. I just talk way too much. So. You just talk anyway. Just comes exactly. easy. Exactly. Uh, and and it's very easy when there's a a, a, a lovely guest. An that easy is, guest. Ah, An easy guest. Yeah. Oh, I can't agree. Like you you are good at talking too, Mike. So it's, uh, <laughs> I know. I think it could I, have, I actually. It, sorry, I'm it, not good. You are. You are. It could have been worse. <laughs> Noted for the future. You can be <laughs> shitty, and they'll accept it. <laughs> exactly. What's 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 the uh, what's the kind of uh, audio equivalent of a tumbleweed? Like that can that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> we just chewing into a microphone. Oh, I mean, there's that. Don't you dare. Uh, but yeah, exactly. It was it was a blast. Um, it was awesome to to hear about how magic can be, as I said before, a platform, and, and it's totally can. You know, and, and you know, it's it's very promising to see all the exciting stuff in the future. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for being an awesome guest, Mike. And, um, yeah, we'll just wish you the, the best for everything you kind of, you've got in the works right now. More to come when I can share. I will. Hell yeah. So, um, most importantly, where can the people find you on the, uh, on the interspheres and the metaverses and the webs and stuff? I'd like to just say they could say Mike and then, uh, magic art and things pop up the Googles usually. Um, but I think stuff does. Usually it does. (laughs) Yeah. But realistically, uh, I spend most of my time on Twitter at at Vorthos Mike. It's, it's very easy to find, find me. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I love when people reach out, ask art questions, DM me about art crap. Like, very few people do, and I wish they would more often because I'm always available for that sort of stuff to, to share some discovery and joy with people. 
Exactly, exactly, and that's what art should be. It's not a, uh, it's not a monocle kind of. Uh, no, you know, no, uh, no, 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 no. Clothes club. No, like say, everybody, like, comes, like everybody comes from their different areas. You know, you, you totally. come from different experiences, but we all it's find like, something to get excited about. Wine and jazz and CDH, they're all kind of more welcoming than you think. So, um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, yeah, check out Mike, absolutely, if you haven't already, uh, because it's kind of a big deal. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, when we can, of course, uh, any anywhere around the world, any of uh, any of the art shows going on would be amazing. So um, that's that's my, my dream in the next few years to get to one as well. Uh, they are uh, impressive. They, they, they do change your perspective on what you see that you can't Love undo it. you literally can't undo when you see some things up close oh yeah oh yeah exactly looking forward to that storm crow actually <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's here so, in minneapolis uh, if you ever come to minneapolis i have a friend that lives here that has it and we can I, see it over beers or good, whatever i have good reason to and not only yourself we've got uh gabe is in ice tep is in minneapolis uh i believe uh and i know my wife and i freaking love the the uh the, the series fargo and i'm sure she just wants to see the place ah, <laughs> yo 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 just be these cool media tourists like and not cool but just to be, be media tourists and go oh well there's a place where the thing happened and yeah exactly but uh yeah, yeah. good times um yeah chesh where can the people find you uh at the bottom of your bottomless mimosa what's up ah yeah nice i like that one i like that one that's good that's good no, but really. <laughs> I the- mean, if people want to find me on, on the tweeters, I'm at Trish Blaze. There you go. Because I'm I'm not going to lie. Range. You change your name so much uh, on the tweeters that I don't even remember who's who anymore. And I'm like, I didn't even know. Was that Chesh? Maybe I just said something to someone else. So who didn't even, no, even know? That's, that's why I always tell people, you know, use the at and find Trish at Blaze. Exactly. Rather than, you know, the fool on the hill I think I am at the moment. Yes, yes. We're all fools on the hill. Um, we... We are also doing some Commander every couple of weeks on a Saturday night US time now. Uh, I think we made the executive decision to go. Oh yes, actually, all of our all of our friends across the pond are uh, are actually we, online. We at this might time. have to look at making that Friday night for our US friends. That's fine. Uh, I like Friday night. The, the The beers are flowing, all that stuff. Oh no, no, it's our Saturday still. The beers are still flowing. It's 12 in the morning. <laughs> you know, like, it's fine. So, um, but yeah, we'll sort something out. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We're, we're playing Commander again and it's fun. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's it. Is that Nerd Ranch? Are you think you're hosting that at? Yep. Nerd yep. Ranch. Nerd Ranch. Nerd Ranch. Like Ranch. Just look up the Nerd Ranch like on ranch, the, the Twitch. Like Ranch, the source. Um, yeah. But you can find me at Pastor Jam Sam on a few things uh, if you want. Um, I think, no, I was going to say it's usually pictures of cats and bread and in that order, and then maybe surfing. Um, and sometimes magic, if I remember about that too. Um, but more importantly, you can find the podcast uh, at CMDR underscore crunch on the Twitters, uh, at CMDR crunch on the Instagram. I haven't posted anything for a while. I need to do, do, do that this year, I think, Chesh. We'll do that. I might even put mm-hmm. you onto that. Uh, the website is cmdrcrunch.fireside.fm. And most importantly, you can send thoughts, feedback, uh, questions, pictures of cephalids, uh, and and any complaints about why we've kind of been away for a month or two uh, to CMDR Crunch Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, here's to a rad uh, mimosa filled 2022. Yeah, 2020 mm-hmm. V3. I don't know, whatever. Life is a weird abstract concept now, anyway. 2020 um, full of rum and bourbon. What did Chris Von Doom say? Life's hard. Let's just have fun together, like, you know, as much as we can. So um, yeah, just be nice to each other and have a good time. So yeah. 
Uh, any any advice you both have for uh, our lovely listeners as we sign off? Drink more whiskey. Nah, I, that gives me a headache. Stop yeah. playing whiteboarded cards. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I hope that triggers some people. Love it. Awesome. Take care, friends. We'll uh, catch you, I think, next week. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Ciao, take care. Ciao, ciao. Bye.